BJ Ryan, episode 158, sponsored by Betfair. Don't bet harder, bet smarter at Betfair. And alongside me is the man responsible for the plunge on West Coast to make the top eight. It's the guru, Terry Layton. G'day, Terry. Oh, BJ, g'day. How are we? I'm um, happy to happy to share my bet around with anybody who wants some. Tell you what, I, I haven't got to see, uh, are you an Eagles? Oh, we'll get to Tommy in a minute. I, I haven't uh, got to see the game last Friday. So I was over in uh, Sydney, but um, geez, the, the numerical side of things doesn't look good, Badge. Yeah, I watched I watched a lot of it. It wasn't uh, alarm bells, put it that way, Terry. So uh, I think the eight and a half is the over-unders at the moment. So I think the unders- well, Goals for the season. <laughs> <laughs> I think the unders looks the go at the moment. But uh, let's bring our guest. He's one of, uh, the Hello Fellas, Terry being one, Tommy Johnson being another. G'day, Tommy. BJ, how are you? Outstanding. Great to have you on board. We've got uh, 11 races to get through today. Is this Tommy, BJ, is this the guy that tipped Norma Stars at 100 to 1 in a place at, at York? Are you the same Tom Johnson? Um, that's actually, it's not me, but just a little- It's an alter ego. <laughs> it is. It's- um. John Thompson. <laughs> Unfortunately, didn't win though, so it's not actually a good tip. Oh, That's, well, you told me yesterday you don't feel like you're getting enough credit for it. So. I've never said that. <laughs> and it's good to say- No, no, wait, can I explain why though? Yes. No, because, so this is, I, some, I may have played it off like I knew this was a fact. I didn't, it was news to me, but she's had a fall. How long ago? 2021, I think, had a fall at a cliff stage and has come back. To racing is that a, i've never i don't a, know i've never heard of that happening okay there you go like I that's news out of you heard that happening i not off the top of my head like i've uh, heard of a, 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 horse, a star yeah. um, mayor in foal yeah. racing i think um who did a uh i'm feeling lucky did it in a starstruck or something like okay. that a few years ago but i've never heard of a horse having a foal and coming back to races whether or not she actually had the foal because she was sold as a brood mare in foal to cliff's edge so i'm assuming it had the foal but regardless Great tip, Tom. That's just- <laughs> yes. <laughs> it is a great tip, Tom. I'm going to, I'll second that. It's, uh, geez, a touch more luck. It could have won. But as you said, she still rode it pretty well. Got out at the right time. Got her head yeah. down when it mattered to to grab the uh, the place. But uh, no, nice. Okay. So can we can we see you more on Twitter now? What's the, so what's the move with you? You're with Pro Punter Alert still? Yeah, still tipping with Pro Punter Alert. I've kind of gone away from that admin type of um, stuff for them. Just free up a bit of time. But just more looking to... I'm not tipping for Ascot on um, Pro Punter Alert, just like just tinkering with a bit of how I'm going. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll look to send out most of my stuff on Twitter now as well. Okay. Oh, lucky us with the Twitter sphere. If we go behind with the units, are you going to expect a wipeout and start again? <laughs> <laughs> it's still there. It's it is there. You can find it. What's that? My my units oh, no, are still like, there. I think if you if you stick with the, I don't think there's too many better long shot punters. I think you and Lath are the uh, the two in my mind that find the. Uh, uh, the best long shot, the roughies. In, Man, I never uh, even heard of that moment. horse when Tommy tipped it. So, well, it like, had a few goes at Ascot. It had been yeah. going around in. Sort its of trial was really good before its first up run, and it was. And in my, I didn't had in my notes. I wanted twelve hundred or even fourteen, and then they went to a thousand, and I still backed it like an idiot first up, and then I've left it, and it's gone shit house, shit house. But I was just like, oh, if it comes up a price somewhere over 1200 I'll back it. And they've gone to York mm. and I've got a price. So I was just like, well. It's a type of horse like, set up for those ratings races as well. Yeah, it was, it was a few, four, like 52 did you, or something uh, ridiculous. Did you, did you get a bump in your Twitter followers post the, the tip, Tommy? Uh, well, <laughs> slightly. It wasn't, wasn't overly huge, but a, a lot of uh, – 
clapping emojis, which is always a nice gusto lifter. Very good. It's great to have you back on the show, mate. So we've got the nine at Ascot on Saturday. And we're going to, as just a little addition on the end of the show, we're going to have a quick run through of the Natasha Stakes and the JC Roberts Stakes there at Ascot on Sunday. So it's a Ascot, Ascot double header. So, um, a bit happening. Yeah, a bit happening. So um, obviously the Bunbury, Bunbury Cup, Bunbury Stakes Day this Saturday with Bunbury out of commission until next year. The Bunbury Cup will be uh, run at Ascot. So we've got plenty of good racing to get stuck into. So how about we uh, just move straight yeah. into the... We'll get into it. Straight into it. Straight into it. Straight into it. All right. Sweet. Okay. Tommy and Terry and BJ here. We're teaming up to record episode 158 of the 1-1, One One, your West Australian racing podcast. It is just ticked over 11 a.m. on Thursday, the 9th of March. We've got an Albany meeting today. Gee, Smallfield's in Albany today. That is the epitome of back dog shit meeting. <laughs> that is absolutely horrid. So All seven favourites probably win. And $1.50. All right. So there you go. That's Terry's best of the day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think the uh, the quick turnaround. I think they raced there last Friday, didn't they? So Friday to Thursday has thinned out the numbers significantly. But we got Ascot and it's Mingan Cup Day. I don't. Yeah. I haven't looked at the cup yet. Have you? Glanced? Yeah, it's looking good. It's yeah. looking good. Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it going to be a uh, TAB meeting? Because that could provide. <laughs> it is. <laughs> you beauty, Tommy. And you were just, we were talking about our little syndicate. We've got nothing to bet on. I tell you what, we've got plenty to have a pop out here. I'm genuinely going to do the form for this meeting. All right. So Terry might even uh, throw throw a little preview out on Twitter for the for the followers. And Ascot, as I mentioned before, we've got Natasha Stakes and Ascot and the uh, Robert Stakes three or double this Sunday. Terry, what should we stay tuned for? Uh, for the Mundaring Hotel Mastermind. <laughs> Is that, have already, I've already done that. Keep rolling, keep rolling. All right, stay tuned oh, for the Market City Meets. Get our stakes competition. And don't forget the Mundaring Hotels, WR Racing Mastermind competition. Mitchell Pavin chasing three in a row against uh, racing.com.au's own. .com.au or just .com? .com. .com's uh, Riley. Dot .morgan. Dot .morgan. Dot .morgan. From, uh, bang, bang. from the 1-1 one, one nursery. Who's Thank your you favourite? Dollar ninety a piece. Uh, I would have thought Mitchie would have slight favoritism. Yeah. Race Just, fitness. Yeah, race fitness. Mm. Riley first up. Yeah, but uh, we will wait and see. Terry's regained his composure, which is fantastic. Mm. Um, we, the listeners, they love they love a bit of Guru on their Friday and their Saturday. <laughs> how can they? Uh, how can they get involved? Um, I'm the, I'm not sure actually. Um, I'll be on with uh, Miles and on Friday and Saturday with Gareth okay. during the slots of their time shows. SEN? Yeah, I actually don't know the times right now. SEN, yes. SEN is, is the answer. Very good. All right. 1-1 one, one reminders. The 1-1 one, one is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and all other major podcasting platforms. So do us a favor. Download, subscribe, like, follow. And if there's an opportunity to give us a five-star rating, well, don't think, just do. Let's get cracking on Ascot this Saturday. Before we start our preview, it's time for the Ascot Track Report, brought to you by Witten's Irrigation and Design. Whether it's racetrack, residential or commercial, water wisely with Witten's. Um, quickly, before we start, um, speaking to Craig this morning, and um, Craig has just been tasked by 
racing wagering in Western Australia, Rawa, with auditing the irrigation systems of all the grass tracks in Western Australia. So that's a terrific vote of confidence in our man, Craig, and all his team there at Witten's Irrigation and Design. That's very good, isn't it? Yeah. That's yep. a cracking little uh, kicking, big, kicking big goals, Craig, yeah, with his business there. So, so um, yeah. Very much so. Back to the true, Tommy. Back to the true on Saturday. Yes, I believe so, or close enough to it. Are we scared, um, are we scared of the rail, or what's our thought process? Um, oh, I just—it's—I don't want to go in with a set mindset because, from memory, last time or the time before, it raced the true and it raced quite nicely, mm-hmm. and then before that, it was horrible. So, and I'm pretty well, sure I went six times are horrible. There's, I swear there's been one in between. Maybe my memory's fucking dog shit. Could I'll be. Get it up. I'll get it up and have a look. Um, it played decent. I don't think it was last time. Amazing. Last time it was there it was okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's when Stella Vista got up in the last on yeah. the fence. Yeah, uh, I think horses still in the straight wanted to be off it. Um, and you sort of look at how Stella Vista's gone since, and it's been it's gone okay. okay. It's gone okay at best. So. You'd have to say just on that alone that the fence had to have been at least okay. Yeah. Speaking speaking to Craig this morning as well, he, he thinks that the, the the cushioning in the track is um has Im- improved significantly as the season has progressed. So the coverage and the cushioning and the and so and it's probably even been reflected in the times and not shooting the lights out like they were at Ascot even as early as late late January, I suppose. Yeah. Well, I mean, what there was a meeting there where they ran record or well, one race was running record breaking time essentially. Mm-hmm. Um but it, take, it does take a good horse to to run yeah. time there over twelve hundred at Ascot, doesn't with, it? With the massive, <laughs> it certainly does, Tommy. Correct, Group One times. Uh, it certainly um, the big thing is if the troop had improved that much from uh, the nineteenth of November to the fifth of February. That's when they ran. That was the gap between is that right? times at True. Well, they ran at one meter on the Perth Cup day, the first Perth Cup day. So they actually just skipped the inside meter of the track but it improved significantly in that period if it's continued to improve it can almost get to the point where the, the inside pad suddenly the best place to be if that's the level of improve if the level of improvement is exponential mm-hmm. so very interesting to watch i don't like betting on decks where we're sort of questioning it because this could be horrible again it could go yeah. back to being horrible it might have just been an outlier that it was a, a bit better last time we were there. So just be just be mindful of that inside pad and there might be some really good opportunities. On a day where, to be honest, most of my betting, we haven't actually got odds at this point in time, but I presume most of my betting will probably be late. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it's definitely one to keep a big eye on that pattern. We've seen some massive patterns in recent times. We saw that cutaway last week, Wednesday last week. That was just wild, the George Gently day, we'll call it, or mm-hmm. the Village Girl day. Um, Pinjara at recent times has been your lead, your win, otherwise you're um, you're cooked. Um, yeah, there's been some massive patterns. So I guess you've got an Esperance last on Cup Day. I was flying, so I missed a lot of it. But how funny was this at Esperance? And I don't know how close are you to at time, but all season, right? It's been four metres and a cutaway, which is very random. All season, every single meeting. Cup Day, they put it back to true. And all but all season, the cutaway's been horrible. You could not win. I think Wheatstack Feast about the only horse to win on the cutaway, and it lays in badly, so it was suited by the inside rail. Anyway, they put the fence back to true for the first time the entire season, and the inside four metres is absolutely horrid. You had to get wide to win. Like, you had to get really, really wide to win. So, yeah. Well, I mean, um, the, the winners. Who would have thought? The winners, well, Soviet Spy and off we go, were yeah. basically in the, in the outside third of the straight, weren't they? Let really? the dust fly down the outside. Mm. Uh, Dawn Amnesty was beaten by someone. Did you pull Tapper down the outside? I pulled Tapper, honestly. Unbelievable. Trying to, catch Paul, trying to catch Paul Tapper's like, trying hey. to catch. 
don't know, COVID in North Korea. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's difficult. because <laughs> they don't report their COVID. Well, right? That's that he, joke. he would, uh, he would, um, he's too slippery for you, Guru, isn't he? Oh, let, let, let the dust fly. <laughs> I've done, I have done an arm and a leg on it this campaign and I just want to find a race it can lead in. I had it not leading the other day. Christy yeah. puts it into the 1-1 and it wins like that. Didn't have a cent on, dearie, mate. Anyway. And congrats to the uh, to the friends of the show who uh, are involved in the Soviet spy ownership, yeah. Murray, Pint, and Brown. So congratulations! I'm sure they enjoyed themselves down in the Bay of Isles, stirring <clears> battle, wasn't stirring it? the Durant runners head and head, and the two good jocks as well. Mm. So just quickly, we are doing the nine on Saturday at Ascot, and then we're going to do the two features late in the show uh, for Sunday. And the rail is moving from the true on Saturday to three meters on the Sunday. So Potsy, Kyle Potter and his crew there will be busy shifting that rail position in time for the Sunday meeting to kick off the big double header. And of course, another thing that you should be mindful of listeners is the races that were, or two of the races that were abandoned at Pinjero yesterday have been shifted to the Sunday. So the Sunday is now an 11 race car. So if you were, uh, you'd be a bit filthy about a couple of those. I. I wanted to back it missed the price i'm having great highs was like tens to four yeah. so you'd be a bit filthy if you were a great highs backer because it'll probably go up four bucks but um kiora jewel just wins that doesn't it tommy well that one yesterday on yeah the, I, I did and i was speaking to you after be as suitable. That, well, that was mm. i'm actually probably just staying out well and truly now but i wasn't overly fussed about that getting called off in the end it's um, race, the worst part for you is it's race four, so you don't get much of a look at the deck before then. I guess if you see some real good swooping at that point in time, you can consider it. But Yeah, and it'll more be like, I think Saturday will give us a decent guide how what lanes are playing well and what aren't because it's mm-hmm. moving out to three metres and the, the inside's shocking and everything off the fence is winning wall of a sudden. Um, Sunday probably plays like fence is fine, like it changes, mm-hmm. changes things or if they're coming really wide, then all of a sudden swooping again comes into play. So... Um, not only does the races on Saturday have, like, as it goes through the day, have an impact on how we're betting on Saturday, but also Sunday. Yeah, it's a, geez, it's a marathon, isn't it? We've got 19 races across the two days. I tried to do a bit of and, research last night about and backups. Minganoo. On this, and obviously, yeah. I just went through it. It's a <laughs> tremendous card of Minganoo. Like, it's actually a tremendous card. Who's top card. weight in the cup? Hey? Who's top weight in the cup? Uh, top weight in the cup, Age is uh, Shabalala. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Street Fair, second top weight. And the old boy proxy, Jesus, is an honest horse. Cool. Yeah, no, just a great little race down there. Um, but so I tried to do, have a look at sort of the short backup, and I was like, okay, is that pad, because it was used the day before, does it become inferior and it's wider and it's it's all over the shop? So yeah. Some answers were, yes, you definitely wanted to not be on that same pad from the day before. And then sometimes it was, hang on, that was the best pad the next day. So no exact answer it's genuinely trying both days is, is going to be a massive case of um just have a look at the day and just hopefully we get nice fair decks actually hopefully we get a big bias because i'm I, I prefer a big bias and try and find something all right <laughs> race one on saturday is the bunbury brighter plate for the two-year-olds it's over the 1000 meters just the seven acceptors here so it's pay one two to kick things off and uh chris and over is the odds-on favourite here. First starter, looked pretty impressive in a trial replay, if you can find it. Um, Trevor Andrews and Brad Parnham, Wiley Girl, another recent trial winner uh, from the uh, Red Hot, Simon A. Miller, Patrick Carberry combination. It's the current second favourite and upwards others from there. Tommy, you done the form for the juvenile race? Um, I've done a little bit, like more or less just for something to talk about, but I thought the Chris and Over trial was 
very nice. It was over a second quicker than Wiley Girl on the same day. Um, I think not same day or yep, same yeah, day. they are the same day. Um, so I think just from an obvious point of view, I think it's probably got it covered. Um, I'm actually hoping the money does come for Wiley Girl um, being a Simon Miller runner um, from Amelia Park. Like generally, they are often well backed. So I would. I'm sitting here hoping that it does start two thirty or something stupid, and we see a similar price to Chris and Over. And like, I'm not going to dive into it. Two dollars twenty, two dollars thirty, Chris and over um, price. Like, there's no tomorrow, but it'd probably get a little bit if I'm looking for something uh, to have a little bit on the the race brigade. Look, bang average, mm. I think. Um, like Ruby Delights run home decent last start, but like back to a thousand can't be its go. I thought Wayne the pain might improve a bit from a low draw. Just was really worried about that drift. Yeah. The betting drift was wild. It was tens or twelves to forty fives, fifties bet fair as well. That really, um, yeah, that concerned me. And the horse that ran second to in that trial beforehand, Dixie's Princess, went Dixie slow. So Yeah. I've got a um, – I was going to run through the breeding of these horses. Now, mm. all fried up, the mother of uh, Chris Anova was an outstanding racehorse. She won seven from 21. Um, won a couple of listed or group races here in Western Australia, but uh, ran in a group one Sangster at Morfittville behind the mighty Black Caviar. Back mm-hmm. in 2012, so she was the real deal as a racehorse. Won a won a bow fine and was stakes place on many occasions. But at fortune, hold up here. I've got a <laughs> I've got a question for you though, Terry. Mm. The mother of Wiley Girl, Marcia Lady. Do you remember yeah, Marcia Lady? I do. So what's the dig deep? Dig deep, dig deep on debut. Bumbry defeated Marcy. See you later. And Amelia's, uh, one of the Amelia's chances. Picante, wasn't it, saying? Picante. Yeah. Might have been Picante. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Damien Oliver. Marcy. that day. Marcy 26s to 6s, dig deep. <laughs> Didn't have to ask. <laughs> uh, Wiley Girl, the most exciting thing about this race for me is the, um, I reckon this has been named after part owner and Eagles ex CEO, Rob Wiley. It's in all the, it's the Brennan family. Yeah, yes. I noticed it's that. All of them. I love going through the ownership group. So. Jacob and Jacob. I reckon, Jacob. The ten, I reckon those boys won't mind a bet too. There's a few so. tens in that ownership. Have a look, one, two, three. Yeah, a few monkeys. <laughs> Oh, monkey Brennan. Jacob, is Jacob in there? Yeah, Jacob's in there. 14 Brennan's in the ownership. Yeah, Jacob's in there. Jacob loves a punt. He loves his uh, he loves his horse racing. I think he's in a few. Jacob, actually. Um, um, yeah. Jacob. What Tommy said, it's back. I, this yeah. is exactly what I wanted to say. Chris and Over ran um, 1.3 seconds quicker, so seven lengths quicker in its trial, and it looked to have something left in the tank. Um, market's bang on at the moment. I reckon it's pretty fair. Simons, Millers, they deserve respect. Time's on everything, so they deserve good respect in the market. But if money does come hard, Wiley and Chris and Over's 250 plus, it might get me for a little bit, but won't do me uh, won't do me back door here. I think Lady, Lady Tremaine's the X-Factor horse. Um, it's just impossible. To if you're backing it, you've yeah you've got to be so set on it yep. for some and reason. Summer's known for tried horses and whatnot. We just don't know how she goes with the two year olds so much as well. So there we're a lot on for the two year olds this week. But I imagine things are definitely going to heat up. We've got the supremacy stakes coming up next Saturday. Brave Halo's been scratched as well. Yes. Yeah, and we but I uh, imagine that we're going to see Luke Tell step out in the supremacy next no, Saturday. No, no Caracatta nom for Chris and Nova. I didn't I didn't okay. have a look at that. Um, which yeah. I found interesting. I don't know why. Lift but, the tail to start sub-even money in the Caracara. I, I did take a little bit early, but I thought I was going to get better as well. Yeah, uh, I tried to take some 420 or something the other day and, yeah, didn't have a, a huge amount of success. But anyway, 
Right, race two is the Master Plumbers and Gas Fitters oh, Association. <laughs> He's pulling the trumpet out on me. We, we, need, to have the, we need to have the trumpet sound. Oh, <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, so I, didn't, I didn't really get any on. I didn't yeah. really get anything on. So whenever someone uh, anyway. heads in that general direction, Jenny, insert the trumpet noise yeah uh, okay so race two of the day is the this is oh, gee whiz, what a race name master plumbers and gas fitters association world plumbing day celebration mm. handicap what a day to celebrate world yeah. plumbing day yeah 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 they all like having a crack the plumbers so <laughs> yeah no it's a uh yeah congratulations to the plumbers um this is a good little well, race it's a good little race. I don't. What, what, I, what about the World Punters Day? Where's that? That's yeah. going to be junior, You know they call that every every day. day. <laughs> <laughs> they call that. They call that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Oh, shit. Master Punters Sunday. Association. Um, yeah, we got a rating seventy two plus over the fourteen hundred meters, and the Guru owned. Be optimistic is uh, one of the major players here on the quick backup. Mile back to 14 off 17 days. Man Crush, another one who's backing up as well. It's 1,200 to 1,400 taken on the older horses and multinational. 21 days since it uh, knocked off Weapon Sun in a pretty, pretty impressive first up victory there at Pinjaro on Magic Millions Day. They're the three, Tommy. Yeah, it looks, uh, I'm pretty um, tight in my market between the three of them. Um, I was a little bit longer be optimistic just on the basis that the map well, let's start with the map. Um, I don't know how you, you use how I have Man Crush just holding the rail here and kicking up um, with multinational in the breeze and Bragwell taking leaders back. And I think lipstick flickers will show a little bit more intent here to sit 1-1 and leaving be optimistic, free back the fence. I don't know if yous were similar. Yeah, I think. Well, I think the the idea with the optimistic is going to be drop back in. I think Pikey's recommendation was drop back in trip and look for a bit of cover. Um, geez, but I'd be optimistic going for half of Perth's GDP last week. I don't, I don't, I don't do many multis or doubles or whatever. I've had a big go that he's dreaming about optimistic, and I reckon with two hundred to go, the arm went in the air. <laughs> the arm went. <laughs> I went to do the uh, who celebrates like that anyway. Jack Rewell. Jack Rewalt. Yes. That's it. Yeah. Jack, very good. Jack Rewalt and um, Logan McDonald loves that as well. Yeah. In case you're I haven't seen him kick many goals. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's in Man Crush too, isn't he? Is he? No, no he's in Bruce Says. Bruce yes, yeah. Sorry, yeah, that would have been fitting. Um, but yes, I don't know. I'm going in hopeful, but uh, yeah, look, I don't know. Bragwell, three weeks between runs. And down to 1,400, very odd when last week there was a 72 mile. That seemed to me like that was a perfect race. So a little red flag there for me because it should have raced last week. I can't see why dropping in troop after such an impressive performance uh, makes sense. There's a reason for be optimistic, I guess. Multinational, I've marked favourite. Um, but you just always worry when they put in a big, fresh performance if they're going to repeat that second day. You know, on your uh, data with an R, yep. was that a career best for multinational? It was, uh, I'm not, I was very close to it, but yeah. it was a career best for the help to Mystic. Yeah, rated through the roof. Through the roof. Last Saturday. Yes. Yeah. Right. So, so as, as disappointing as that is, it looked maybe it ran into a, a breathing fire, Birdie Eagle, and well, Weaponson went, you know, yeah, super. Yeah. When they levelled up at that point, Pikey pushed Luke out the way, you're thinking at worst of running second here, though. So... Yeah, I don't know. This this is a good race for me to stay out of because I got no idea. I, I don't I, trust Bragwell down in Trooper. I like, I like Man Crush. Okay. Leading, yeah, um, fourteen hundred. Yeah, he yeah he has found the fourteen hundred a bit of a stretch in the past. I think he ran second to Flyway Home one day after leading at Belt, but ridden ridden confidently in front to maximise his his weapons. I think he's, he's he might be able to nick it, Man okay. Crush. 
Um, was there any other Faretha um, over Ford? I don't know. Yeah, that was you, ordinary. Was yeah. it? Yeah, I can't remember. But I think he's a leader. He, might, he might have been off at that stage as well. That's, that's always a possibility. The one time he did run second at 1400 was to fly away home. Yeah. That's when um, Santoria got held up behind him. I didn't think that was a good performance either. I, I don't know if fly away home is any good. Yeah. Um, but I think that man crush has probably come back better. Yeah, I mean, you ran into so, Tadweer last week. Tadweer's humming. Yeah. Yeah. If you do that man crush and they come out all guns blazing on a brag or a big butterboom doesn't have the speed to get there or maybe a lipstick flickers and you do sit leaders but your money's not dead either. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know. I haven't, I've spoke to Luke, but I haven't spoke to him about Man Crush, um, but I don't know what their mindset will be in that. I think because they won so well two starts ago, we look lead first. Lead first. But if we're taken on wildly, um, don't be afraid to take a sip, I guess. I, I think he just loves doing like, – loves leading. I think that's when, where they get the best out of him, rolling mm -hmm. along and if, if he – at least he gives himself a chance to win. If he kicks clear and gets run down, then the other horse is just too good. So I, totally I was leaning him. Sorry. Oh, really? Favorite? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Good. This this whole card, I think, will be some good varying opinions. I'd suggest so. Um, yeah. Nothing for me. Maybe if multinational drifts or to sort of four eighty plus, I might have a bet. But I I don't know this race. Good no idea. Yeah, I was four dollar favorite multinational yeah. four twenty. Be optimistic four eighty man crush. So like they're just. Jeez, I was, oh, eight, I was $8, man, crush. I was $3.50, man, crush. Oh, I just had to, res varying had to respect that if they go forward and it's not run ridiculously, yep. that he um he's just not going to – I don't think he'll just throw it away. So, with B Optimistic potentially getting traffic from three back of the fence, like, so that's a obvious risk yeah. here. Um, Could and, also suit maybe as well. Yeah, like, and, and just multinational that. Just the way that Parnums have just like – one run amazing, one run horrible. Just really yes. sits in my head of yeah. a slight worry here. But like, if it has improved off that first up run, I dare say it probably wins this. Do you think this could be the first of a couple of horses that are holly to uh, Pike to Holly on the day? There's definitely Pike or Holly on the card. <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah. good little card. Um, the placement wise that I'm very confused about is E always here. Um, Bunbury Stakes looked a great race for it. 86 Raider and an 88 plus on. Very confused going to this race, but uh, it's going better than its uh, yeah. numerical form. With an apprentice on, I, I would have given it some hope if just those few leaders got into a bit of a fight and it got central, but it's um, not going to win it with that weight, I wouldn't have thought. Right. Race three is the Thompson Surveying Consultants Handicap. Jeez, few ton twisters. <laughs> For the three-year-olds, this is a 60-plus over the 1,455 kgs minimum. Um Mac Mac was the real eye catcher, wasn't he? First up, um, got back, Paddy Carberry sort of had to wait, hit the line really strong. I think it was one of the top five fastest last 200s of the day. Mac Mac, um, Major Max racing really well, but the, the pads stay on um, with him after he ran second, second up there after saluting first up. Mia Gusto. the pad that day. Mia Gusto was no luck in the Magic Moons, hit the line really strong when she eventually got out. And there's a few others here that are coming through. Um, some midweek, some strong midweek form lines, I guess, in Vast Art Village Girl. Ace Command's racing really well for Magic Mike. So, no superstars, but uh, interesting race to dissect. Wish I had a three year old that was uh, going okay at the moment. Oh, no. I know. 80K. Deary me. This is a class two. Yeah. Deary, deary me. I'd say with me and Gusto, it's unlike them to keep racing them like this. I think they're obviously, they're getting the. The platinum, I think these races are worth double or something like that, Mish? Yeah. With the because I saw yeah. our Odenaka thingy come through, you basically get double, don't you? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It's understandable. If you're West, if you're West and a half, West really? Platinum, mm. you basically it's I don't think it's like can be like eighty five or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's not a bad little uh, payday to beat a, yeah. a few battlers. So, um, yeah, thin old race. Um, I'll, I, I, I think Mac Mac will be the really well-supported runner and people about want to be coming hard for it. There's a bit of speed, though, whether they lead, because I know that was the intention first start. I think they'll be probably happy parking, but if they're left in front, so be it. But you'd think Ace Command comes out running. You'd think uh, from the two widest gates, beautiful Baroque or Raw Splendor have got two choices. It's probably Snag or... We'll go forward. Fast start will definitely look for cover, I'd suggest. I think um, just on a basis, on a recency effect there, they won with cover. They lost leading. So that's how the mindset will definitely go. So it could leave Mac Mac out in front. Um, I'm is, not 100% convinced Mac Mac's. I don't know. I, there was an entitlement to do it. It did last start as well. you got to remember it's held up to the right time. It got out, hit the line, but it, it does look like it's come back really I nicely. Just, I just thought it was travelling so strongly um, mm. between the eight and the 400 and just Paddy sort of had his hands full, really trying to. But is it a is it a leader? What is it? Because I know they wrote it quiet in the trial, and the trial was good oh, as well. And well, I, I, I think it's also cover. Yeah, I just think she can't set it up far back. Yeah, yeah. It just, um, I think at Kalgoorlie, it ran into a couple of pretty weak races from wide gates, and Jay just took it to the front and won pretty softly, which made sense. Sometimes if you're the best horse, you just stay out of trouble, which she did at one under two dollar and two dollar twenty favourites. Um, so yeah, look, I look for me, it's a two horse race. Me Augusto won. One unlucky run after a couple of real poor performances. I, I didn't know how much forgiveness I wanted to give me a gusto. Only time at fourteen hundred didn't run it out either. So I don't know. Look, I'm 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 favourite. Everyone's going to be favourite. Mac Mac and, and load up. And I'm I'm trying to. I'll save Mac Mac probably, but I'm I'm going to wait for a late price and back the horse that I think needed a run off six weeks. And that's rock my way. Fifty two and a half. It's just an easy bet for me. So that'll be me. I think Luke Campbell's shouldn't be claiming anything. He's I'm sold. I'm sold. It's been a long time, Tommy, since I've been sold an apprentice. I'm sold. He's me boy. Hundred percent sold. Okay. Yeah, I think he's very good. Yeah. yeah. He's gun. He's he's a gun. We actually talked about when we were looking at Halatorian jocks. Um, Holly was definitely our number two after Pike. But we even discussed Luke Campbell's name. <laughs> Did you come up? That's nice. Did said, you come up? I said he wouldn't we know. Have, we know that. We know that. But we uh yeah. Just talking about sending him to the walls. Bloody hell. Yeah. Just just it's one way to learn. Yeah. Three kilo claim, just you know, ride this, ride the, ride the champ in the big one. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm back, back on top, but I'm, I'm, I still really want to want to see it. Um, where have we got Major Max sort of landing? It was a bit of a sticky map, I thought for for him. But how bad is it? Me, look, always, how bad does it look weights wise? Like yeah. Major Max has won midway twice, right? Yeah. And it carries 59. Yeah. Rock My Way is one of three-year-old played, albeit Luke gave it a 10 that day. And it's beaten Phil's Playful and a Maiden, mm. right? And it carries 52 and a half. Sometimes don't look at how they've earned their points. Just look at the weights and just say, does that look right? How has that got six and a half? And I understand the three-kilo claim. It's still mm. three and a half kilos more before the claim. And to well, be she, honest, I probably prefer two, Luke to, I'd prefer Luke to be because at the she's a filly. So, Yeah. Yeah. Well, there, that explains some of it. But um, just, do you know how sometimes you just look at it and yeah. it just looks aesthetically wrong? For yeah. me, this is one that just, just looks aesthetically wrong in that sense. So I think they were on the Cornella and I expect Rock My Way to drift from the current price. I think I'll see. What price for you? I was 355, Rock My Way, 370, Mac, mate. So I was five thinking I'd get eight. Which one? Rock My Way. Well, my notation was unless you see something like six, seven, eight dollars, probably don't go early. So when it went up four twenty, four fifty, whatever, we've only got a couple of agencies to work off at the moment. We should say, I think at three six five and Brad Vet. Um, 
but it was an easy decision to wait. If I have to take three ninety, so I call it the risk versus reward thing. If you have to, if it's so, money does come and you have to take three eighty three ninety late, so be it. You've lost out in sixty seventy cents, but it could jump six dollars fifty and you get an extra two two fifty. So yeah, um, there's more risk versus reward. I think. Yeah, the only the only horse that's really a little bit of value at the current Brad bet price for me is Vastar. I know he was he might have seemed a bit plain midweek, but I think he's a work in progress. This horse, I think he's going to end up being all right. So. With there's a bit of speed coming across and Chris Parnham from what's he jumping from two um, underneath it is Village Girl maybe that can hold up keep him off the fence I wouldn't be surprised to see Vast out figure in the finish of this Gee, I thought it was dog shit first and second up I yep. don't know I backed it both times as well I thought it was just plainish but it's one that has shown enough in the past to suddenly just go and it could click, click and it might yeah. need it might need that bit of cover so. Yeah, thin on race. I reckon sure, drop, drop, it, was a, it was a mile. I'd love to have something on Ace Command yeah. as well. It's it He scratched it out of a mile on, on um, Sunday. You, but I wouldn't doubt him, though. Yeah. You know, yeah, ask the horse. What do you know? He said 14. That's okay. <laughs> All right. We'll drop you back in trip. The horse said 1,400 in Taj and, uh, yeah, just get on me, according to Magic Mike. So, yeah, interesting <laughs> race here, the, uh, the Thompson Surveying Consultants Handicap. For the three-year-olds and uh, Mac Mac is the current favourite, but um, feels like opinions are divided here on the one-one race. Four is the Bunbury Batteries and Radiators Westfield <laughs> Platinum Handicap. Who's coming up with these names? Dead set. Uh, it's a no metro win race. Uh, oh, Platinum. You could just call this one the BBR. You the BBR. Yeah. yeah, BBR. Not um, the BBRs. <laughs> Forty hundred metres, fifty-four minimum. BBR, see why we are. Um, currently, current favourite. Um, rockstar status, I thought, might be, able to, might be able to feature in this race. Second up for American Troop dropping in weight as well. And there's a few others who, who regularly um, compete at this level, take it in turns a little bit. But the big question for Terry here is what do you think they're going to do tactically on garage days? <laughs> <laughs> if they go back here, then uh, strike me pink, BJ. Uh, look, you'd think they'd lead and roll, and I, I think I'm just happy taking it on. If Tommy can get it to win again, which he definitely can. I think I'm 11 bucks. I think it's nine now, so it's not. Uh, it's about the right price. But, um, yeah, get to lead and win again, then good on you. But we just got to give horses that particular day at Pinjara um, that led and won probably a little bit of a penalty. I'd say because it was a, a massive do that top day. Uh, I went into this race thinking I'd find service man. I was like, well, this is going to be service man each way. No worries. And I've I've gone off it a little bit. I don't think it was as impressive as I thought. And its best form um, is probably on the. Um, I thought first up was good. I thought second up was a bit. bit yeah, a bit but you're maybe entitled to being on that yeah. part of the track. But then I did a direct comparison to old Dad's Big Headed, <laughs> who is a fascinating horse. It's one of those horses you'd never think about backing. You just back something else, and every and. It's last, this is fascinating. So Peter Nucky hopped on seven starts ago and Dad's Big Headed. Before that, um, it had had 29 goes and run top two, four times, right? Mm -hmm. Nucky's rode it seven times since. The only time it missed a top two finish was when it was held up the entirety on a Saturday and yeah, it, it would have yeah. won easily. Well, just the way it was traveling, you've yeah. got to presume it was going to win the race. It jumps well, it lands near the speed. Mm -hmm. It doesn't. It, it's just, it doesn't have a big, strong, booming finish. It is just so honest, and I reckon this running a place is just about your best bet of the day. You're going to get three bucks. Like I, I think it'll probably run second again. Like with with Nux on it, it's seven starts, one win, five seconds. So it's very likely that's going to be the case again. But say on a one by three basis, and I reckon you could just wait. You don't need to dive into any prices because 
Nobody wants to back Dad's big headed ever, but it just looks a simplistic bet. I, I like Rockstar status as a horse, but it doesn't jump. You put the apprentice on. He's why is it? Could it be out. Why isn't it jumping? Didn't jump first. No, I had a muster those first couple of starts mm. as well. Had that little mid, mid annoying. Had that little fresh up <laughs> mid prep, and it's come back not stepping. I don't know. I just think that. If it gets to the top with 54, it's probably all yeah. over, you know. It's probably yeah. very hard to catch, but it doesn't look like jumping. I think see why we are. If it parks on the back of Dad's big head, it will win. Mm -hmm. I, I think that's probably the case. But one's 260, one's nine bucks, and one's drawn a little bit more awkwardly. So the rest of them just, they're honest. They'll run races. They're yep. going to win races. But this is just going to put yourself in a spot, loom, probably get grabbed. But I reckon it's going to run your top three, one by three, nine mm -hmm. bucks each way. Where did you have March Hamley leading? March Hamley. It jumped maybe, so maybe. well last start. Yeah, like, maybe. maybe just, and then yeah, it just that was snagged. Or yeah. yeah. Would I have it yeah. going forward. I don't have it contending. I just think it goes forward here. Yeah. yeah, I think those two go forward. Flicker's chance holds its back. Dad's big headed somewhere near the 1-1. Rockstar status maybe trying to catch on, hold mm -hmm. on to them. Um, if Dad's big headed's the, the one you're, you're backing, you'd probably hope that CYWR doesn't find its back because I don't know if it holds it out late. But CYWR is no superstar. Uh, Mystical Man was super first up. Yeah. Uh, want to see a senior on, probably, unless it's a real sweeper track. Beat the bro, had a chance last start. It's dropped a heap of points. American Troop will improve second up. Made good ground on the track at Pinjari, couldn't make ground on. Mm -hmm. They're just all battlers. So yeah. I'm going to back a horse that I think is going to be in the 1 1, go super for the hoop that's riding it, and hasn't missed a play, effectively hasn't missed a top two finish in the last right. seven starts with him on it. So I really, really wanted to find Rockstar status, <clears throat> but it's probably about the right price, probably even a bit thin, actually, considering it isn't. It's got a map query with um, Browning going on. The horse that presents value for me is number 10, American Troop, second up. Um, had some good sort of three-year-old form at Belmont last time in work. Thought its first up run was was uh, plenty of merit there. Drops four kilos. If it can if it can work its way into the into the race at some stage, I think um, six, what Brad bet 16 and four at the moment. I think that's a bit of value at Mark, third favourite. Yep. I think I was third favourite too, actually. Mm. It, it's got the, the real X factor, doesn't it? Yeah. Like it's got stable, real, stable crusher at the moment, the yeah. brothers. So. Yeah, it's got the real X factor. I thought it was an Olmos horse, but I'm just looking at it. What was that horse that won down the straight the other day? Oh, Ah, Shishivala. Yeah. Mm. I was hoping someone could pronounce it for me. I did. <laughs> I got that bang on too. Um, yeah, so, yeah, the Kane Jimmy brothers are uh, having a tremendous run of form. Tommy, thoughts on the, the BBR USB Platinum? Um, I hated this race. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was $3.20 favourite, see why we are, just because it's probably the best horse in this race. And as much as the map looked a little bit sticky, if I was, if I had a say in it, as like, if I was an owner or a trainer or whatever, I would just be saying to push forward to hold a spot and hopefully Garage Days comes across with you mm -hmm. and just parks in the breeze or leads and you just. Yeah, I would love that being on. DBH. Yeah, well, I'm. Mm. Th th this is where it's kind of invested interest of. Mm. I'm 750. Dad's big headed. Um, it what, was. What, it's already favorite? second favorite. Second favorite. If you were yeah. doing a rough place market in your mind, what do you reckon that would be? I'd be flat two dollars. Yeah, maybe dollar yeah. eighty. Because I'm so long everything else. Like I'm. So I've got three horses in single figures. Um, the third one being Rockstar Status, and I was 850, and then I'm 14, what price 16. Uh, I'm 14s. Yeah. That last night was just, it's well Diff done by Tom in yeah. having enough mind to go, you can't win yeah. going back and go forward. So I still, thought it set a, I still thought it set a pretty good clip out in front. Like yes. It wasn't like it was coke, you know, it was, it was rolling, but yeah. Definitely can win. It's yeah. one of those ones, to be honest with you. If, um, 
if you go, hang on, this inside pad's fine a lot. Yep. And then you, you'd consider it more so. There's a few of those throughout the day. We talk about EPC later. If, if yep. you get a hot inside pad, it suddenly probably becomes a bet in a few races' time. So, but I think the um, the thing there is, Tommy, I was asked you before, you said you're probably roughly two bucks. I was asked you on the spot. If we're pricing a win bet, like a favourite, even money, and we get three bucks, what are we thinking? Your beauty. Yeah. It's funny how you just sometimes with the, and I'm I'm the worst with it. I just don't consider the value in, in place see. betting sometimes, you know? So, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, let's take a break because, listeners, it is mastermind time. All right, BJ and Tommy, it's now time for the Mundaring Hotels WA Racing Mastermind Competition and Peyton chasing three in a row. Yeah, who's going to put a stop to it? Steps. Who's going to put a stop to it? We're about to find out. Uh, first of all, our good friends up at the Mundaring. Well, they've been the heart of the hills since 1899, located in Jacoby Street, Mundaring, Ian Butchie O'Connor. He's the uh, the very popular publican up there at the Mundaring. Um, if you're in the neighbourhood, drop in to see Butchie. Um, talk racing and there's uh, feed, flutter, froffies, family atmosphere, everything happening up there on Butchie's big deck. Uh, just a shout out to Butchie. He had Young Alaska around the yes, other day. Not, not a bad run. Good. Not a bad run. And uh, Quillo trialed for Team Williams on Tuesday, and it's not far off resuming as well. So Butchie's bloodstock is just starting to hit its straps. So um, looking forward to the great man leading in a winner very soon. So uh, let's bring our carryover champion. Two on the bounce. He's chasing three. Mitchy Payman. All right, boys. How are we? Very good. You're on the road to Albany? Yeah, yeah. So if I get, like, miss any questions, then I obviously have <laughs> <laughs> what, are you, what, are you, what are you doing at Albany? Uh, just going down for the day, running an eye over things, help Uncle Paul out. So. Oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah. You're a man of the uh, people, aren't you? never stops working, this bloke, does he? Hey? Yeah, holiday. Yeah. <laughs> working holiday. holiday. How, long's the, how long's the drive down there? About seven hours? <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> What time did the limit pick you up this morning? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, sometimes, no. Sometimes it feels no, like no a South Pole down there, though. Bloody hell. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, no, it's only four hours. Very good. Mitchie, um, getting a bit nervous. Are you chasing the, the hat trick today? No, 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 no. It's easy work. Win, um, winner's winner. <laughs> winner's win. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And just before we do start, I've just got a text message off Walt. Oh, he he Jesus Christ. He'd like, he'd like to thank Terry and BJ for finally mailing his voucher, <laughs> but he, he is very concerned that it's counterfeit. <laughs> Uh, well, you can tell him he, do- he doesn't need to be concerned. He can be assured. Definitely, it def- his is definitely counterfeit. So, which he's going to tell him to get stuck when no- he gets I-, I, would, I would love nothing more than him to drive to Mundaring and then the couch and not work. <laughs> Has to pay for his palmy. So he, so he should as well. So he should. Oh, so flat. Um, very good. All right. Well, it's good to hear that Walks is all sorted with his voucher. Like that's crisis averted. That. Um, all right. Let's bring our challenger. He's been on the show many times before. He's had a crack at the mastermind as well. It's none other than RileyRacing.com. Morgan. Go, Riley. G'day, boys. Good to be back on the show. Are you saving that one, Beach? <laughs> <laughs> He's pretty happy with himself after he said that one. I said it before. Little rock back. Oh, I didn't hear. Rock back in the chair. I uh, enjoyed that one. Well done, Riley. Tell us a bit about your uh, new gig. Yeah, thanks, Terry. Um, came about pretty quickly. I was at the sales and just got a phone call from 
from the team over there asking if they were looking for someone sort of on the ground over here in WA to, to write all their previews. And um, they said that they'd been reading some of my stuff and following some of the stuff I'd been doing with Unhinged and, and Tab Radio. And if I'd be interested in, in taking up the job and, yeah, hopefully we have a few more few more winners down the track. They didn't start mention anything about your good work on the 1-1, Riley? That's disappointing. <laughs> Well, it has been a little while, BJ. So uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully soon we can uh, we can re update. <laughs> Riley's got a bit of the Adam McGrath trajectory about him, isn't he? It won't be won't be long before he's uh, he could be in front of the cameras over there at uh, at Flemington or uh, Mooney Valley, USA. Or yeah. it hits, uh, what's a Kentucky? Yeah, Kentucky Derby. Flying high. Fingers, fingers crossed that someone else can take over the, the broadcasting rights of WA Racing because at the moment we don't even get a gig on Sky these days. So uh, <laughs> it'd, be nice if, uh, <laughs> it'd be nice if someone else can uh, take the reins. That's good. Last question before we get into it, Riley. Are you playing footy this year? I am still currently at Subi. We're about a, a month out from the season getting uh, fully underway. Oh, very good, mate. Looking forward to watching you play for the Lions this year, mate. All right. Mitchie, Riley, you know how to play. Your names are your buzzers. And to be crowned this week's mastermind, you'll need to be the first person to answer three questions correctly. I think it's back to you, isn't it? It's Well, it's been me for weeks, but I keep saying it's you. You just fall for every <laughs> single week. So anyway. All right. Ah, champion. Ah, you ready? Champion. Yeah, let's go. Oh, yeah, it's mastermind. Yeah. <laughs> Champ, champion. 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 Uh, challenger. Are you ready? Ready to avenge what up walks. Wonderful. Three, two, one. Oh, Pete Anthems is back in town in a few weeks too, so we had to get him back on. Uh, that was probably a discussion for a later time, wasn't it, boy, uh, BJ? Three, two, one. Who am I? Uh, this is a difficult one. Uh, it was rare I ran a bad race. Now 10 and retired I had two different trainers in my career and competed 73 times for 11 victories. While I never won a stakes race, I was placed in an Asian Bow, a Northern Cup, a Grandstand, a Bunbury Stakes, and an Australia Day Cup. While my career was already one of a reasonable Saturday horse, it wasn't until late 2019 as a seven-year-old did I really find my career best form under my new Southwest-based trainer. I was well known for sitting wide in my races, but never giving up the fight. Chris Nickel and Randy Tan were the two most successful hoops aboard me, each winning on four occasions. Chris Nickel in particular being a punter. Mitchell, Mitchell, Mitchell. Mitchell. Luke's gold. Ah, <laughs> I could have gone straight away. I to pull the trigger <laughs> so bad. I knew you'd get that one. Uh, Chris Nickel went a 433% POT. I ran. Th- I thought you'd like this line, Tommy. I ran third in the 2021 Bunbury Stakes behind Western Temple with my trainer, hoping to go one better on Saturday when he saddles up one of the main fancies. Uh, my name is two words, the first being a left-handed cricketer with the last name Pommers Batch and my, <laughs> and my second being something in the prospect for in Kalgoorlie. Pommers Batch. Do you like that? Oh, Out of all the Luke's uh, in the world, I'm going for Luke Pommers Batch. Yeah. Very good. Good. I was hoping it got to that, so. Yeah. Uh, good. Very good. What, what gave it away to me? Chrissy Nickel or Randy Tan? <laughs> uh, no, nah, the hitting wide. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There you go. Very, yeah. Good. Yeah. Very good, Terry. Okay, Mitchie's up. One zip. All right. Name the two horse. Sorry, name the two horses that dead heated for first in last year's Bunbury Cup. Riley. 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 It was True Attraction and Paddy's Shadow. Yeah, correct. One all. Okay, 
Three jockeys have won on Bernier to survive. William Pike being one. Paul Harvey being two. Name the third. Mitchell, Mitchell, Mitchell. Mitchell. Ben Kennedy. Ben Kennedy is correct. That's class one. There would have been no chance for that He won his first three races. Oh, he won three straight on Bernier. Yeah. Yeah, Ben Kennedy. Good question. All right. What's it, 2-1? 2-1 to Mitchell. All right. Um, Where are we here? Okay, Team Williams have saddled up the last two Robert Stakes winners. Western Empire being one. Who is the other? Give him the clock, Terry. Ah, three, two, one. Tom, Tommy, who is it? It's Rockinori. Rockinori is oh, correct. I was just thinking it's the race and white. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking the wrong colours. Yeah, I was just thinking it's the race and white. Very good, Tommy. <laughs> All right, still two to one to Mitchell. He's looking for a third straight mastermind victory. Okay. Name the filly. Lucy Warwick piloted to victory in the 2021 Natasha Stakes. Hey. Oh, Jesus. Three, two. Riley. Riley. Salaya? Oh, he's done it. Jeez, oh, Google works oh, well, doesn't oh, he? Hey, I, heard the, I heard your fingers <laughs> down the way there. Yeah, he's got the computer in front of him for sure. <laughs> two, two. Uh, in the racing.com database. <laughs> <laughs> two, two. All right. Terry will like this one. Garage Days recently provided Tommy Wolf with his first winner as a trainer. Who was Garage Days' original trainer? Riley. Mitchell. Oh, Riley's in first. Oh, that's a gimme. Oh, what? It was Adam Durant. Adam Durant is correct. Oh. Got a new champion. Oh, oh. oh, oh you jeez. You're dirty there. Yeah. Oh, I thought Mitchell was up in this. That one. That one in here, what up, Wolf? You've done me real dirty there. <laughs> I, I definitely, there was definitely a Riley beforehand, but uh, dearie me. Oh, I'm listening to the replay. <laughs> yeah. You're right to get the photo finish out, eh? And how about how hard a questions you throw and then you throw the most easiest, simple oh. thing in the world? <laughs> we were running out of questions, you blokes. No, no. <laughs> Mitchell, you've been a great champion, but you're passing the torch today. Riley.Morgan, you're on top. Thanks, boys. Been an absolute pleasure. Now I was uh, I was very disappointed when Mitch was able to get over the top of Walks because I'm the number one ticket holder in what up Walks. He was the best thing that's happened to this show, and it's great to come on and avenge him. It's a pretty low. It's a pretty low bar. Yeah, delete that part before you put it out. Hopefully me and Walks, hopefully me and Walks, and uh, once I finally get that in voucher, we can head up to the Mundaring together for a feed. A flutter and a frothy. <laughs> how about, oh, how about oh, if you get to week you number get four? If you get to week number four, we might even match you two up. I reckon walk should be like your second last before you have to take on the pinnacle. <laughs> yeah, Pat, I reckon Mitch, if you get to week four. Mitch, you might need revenge as well. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> it might be around Robin. <laughs> If he gets matched up with Walks, he'll never say a nice word about him ever again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see whether uh, Morgs can uh, handle uh, Walks' uh, mental disintegration tactics. But uh, Riley, <laughs> Riley, you are the mastermind, mate. I know you're a busy man, but we're going to have to lock you in for next Thursday, bud. Can you do it? Thanks. Yeah, absolutely, boys. Pleasure. And before you, hang yeah. on, before you go, Mitch, 
Uh, I'll get a word from both of you. Find your man, can it win? Yes or no? No. Uh, Riley, best of the day, Saturday. Magnificent, Andy. Very good. All right. Thanks. Thanks again, Mitchie. We always appreciate your time here at the 1 1. Cheers, boys. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. We got a new chat. We do, yeah. No, Riley, too strong. That was a bit of a. I tell you what, that was a. That was a little. Uh, do you remember you used to play t-ball when you were younger? Like, you yeah. don't have to like wait for the ball to be thrown at you or bowled at you in cricket. You I was just, looking uh, through all these questions over Romania, and they were all easy. So yeah. I, uh, I played my cards early in the uh, question stage. Yeah, but, uh, nah, but it was a good little comeback. I uh, disappoint like Mitchell being on the show. You know, he had a he had a good, good bit of flavour, but um, no, Riley's uh, he's going to be hard to run down. For, the, the soon-to-be competitors. We need some fresh blood on, I think. We do. We need some fresh blood on. So uh, we'll put the call out. We'll, um, we'll be out at the races on Saturday. Tommy, we'll try and convince a few people. Have you had a go? Yeah. Yeah, you yeah, had a go. I think we, yeah. rang, we rang Tommy for a mastermind once, and I, I honestly don't think he'd been to sleep because yeah, it, was dusty. <laughs> it was dusty. <laughs> It was dusty as that was with Kieran Evans yeah, was in, a, in yeah. a single worst ever mastermind. <laughs> well, you ran out of questions. Oh, it was I a, do it was a ten minute yeah. between the last question. Yeah. It was very good. Yeah. Name oh. a horse. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's it. That's the whole question. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yes, we've got a new champ. Uh, Riley Dot Morgan is uh, on top. Thanks again to Mitchell Pateman and Riley. We'll be back taking on a new challenger on next week's edition of the Mastermind. And as we return to the preview, Terry's got an announcement on the cricket. <laughs> an announcement? <laughs> Is Travis Head playing? I think by the time yeah, they've picked Travis Head. Uh, I think by the time this comes out, the um, the end of day one, straight one, the Tossin have elected to bat an unchanged lineup, and I think it's an unchanged lineup. No, Mohammed Shami is back in for um, who didn't play Siraj? Whoever didn't play the last test. There you go. Anyway. That's Cricket Corner brought to you by... Uh, It'll be on the background in a minute. One of the all-time great captains of the uh, Kings of Cricket Corner. <laughs> I'd say the, but anyway. I don't know if we need to group it. Race <laughs> five is uh, City and Regional Fuels Handicap. That's a bit better. A bit it's still seven to go, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Rating 66, 2200 metres. Uh, the very much in form, Steve Wolfcamp. They are settling up. Let's deal. Chasing three wins on the bounce. One in Albany. Looked like he was back to his best. Then he franked that form. Heavily backed. Knocking off Casino 17 in basically the same race two weeks ago. And I think Wolfie's chasing like a eighth Saturday in a row that he's had a Metropolitan winner, which is uh, kind of uh, freakish when you think about it. But yeah, other chances. Nagato, bold success. Kentucky Blue. Tina Kutu is in the market. And um, but he, uh, he is just uh, having its first run. What's it? 69 days between runs for Tina Kutu and 42 days between runs for a fresh feeling Danish as well. Thoughts on the 2200 Guru? Well, he did it with uh, Off We Go. Off a little bit of a freshen up That's first true. up at yeah. 2000. It was, a, it was a great training effort. So um, I just... Look, if if let's deal doesn't win this, is you got to think it's something wrong. Um, I reckon it wasn't suited by the slow tempo last start. I reckon uh, blazing away and Casino Seventeen basically had it on toast and it kicked back and it's a big unit, isn't it? Yeah, it just it just yeah. won like a good horse. So with the three quick ones drawn wide, chuckle up, Elementaria and bold success drawn wide. You think they roll across? You'd think shooter just encourages it off the fence and tries to stay out of trouble. And I think it'll enjoy a stronger tempo. I think it gets central in the straight. And if it runs that same race, I think it 
it wins and, and it wins pretty easily. There'll be question marks asked if it doesn't. I think after the money came that hard last start, um, if it doesn't repeat that performance and there is, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it has to win on its on its last run if it holds that form. So yeah, I'm a dollar seventy. Yeah, that was the way I saw it as well. I just thought it looks Casino as long as he doesn't favourite for the Bunbury Cup later in the day. That's right, dear, dear me. This yeah. this would be a clear, well, probably equal second favourite. What I, I spoke about this before it raced last start. What I really like about Let's Steal is just the way that he's, he at Albany he just travelled so strong, and he hasn't travelled like that. He doesn't. When he was out of form, he wasn't jumping and he wasn't travelling and he was laying in and he was just – he just wasn't right, clearly. They were pushing but, on for those big three. Understand, well, you're yeah. only a three-year-old once. You only get to have a crack at those features once. So yeah, I, I think just he just wasn't showing Steve any signs of like there was anything amiss. So it was just like just keep pressing on, pressing on. But the brakes is – and um, I guess additional maturity is a four-year-old rising five-year-old now just sort of clicked into gear for him and he's – when he's happy and healthy, you can see what he's capable of. What I loved, I was I was invested last night. What I loved was when Blazing Away come around him, I thought, oh, well, we're gone here. It's all over. Um, but he, and then I think Casino at 17, either leveled up or might have got past him marginally, but sticking the left McGrady, he just kept finding. And that was the stamina, the, the like the, the, the real stayer, stoutness in Let's Deal. That's what so, you're going for, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Into, yeah. So <laughs> that's going to be so that uh, staying prowess um, for a horse who hasn't got a lot of 2,000 metre plus form, to be honest, when you think about it. So I think Steve's got him in the zone now and I'd be surprised if he got beat on Saturday. Very surprised. Also be very surprised. I got Nagata second favourite. Yeah, me Just too. not stepping or then when it isn't stepping, they're not, they're really, they're really tugging on it, not allowing it to stride a bit closer. I think they have to say to Holly, jump and try and follow Let's Deal. I don't think it can beat it, but I think um, if Let's Deal starts too short for a bet and, and it gets out to high three as a place, that might become the investment. I'm not a much of a sub-even money punter, but um, uh, yeah, yeah. I think Let's Deal to win and maybe Nagata plays, but I've just bit of lack of confidence in Nagata. Nagata's eligible for easier as well. Six yeah. points out of its grade. I think this is the first podcast in a while that Terry hasn't mentioned bold success, Tommy. Yeah. Well, just two quicker ones outside of it. That's well, Chuck like he's not, he's not he, she, he, 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 he's just not showing enough gate speed firstly, but also speed to muster. I think he's oh, kind of, like, yeah. I just, well, that's two starts in a row now where I think they've clearly intended to try and, yeah, be on speed and they just can't. Yeah. Like, and I well, think Bombay yeah. style is a 1200, 1600 meter horse and it, it was so intent to be there. So a horse that's sort of conditioned to nearly find the front over shorter journeys is going to beat you there. So I, I reckon it it is to some degree, but it's just with those two outside of it here. And Chuckalock. Yeah. And well, Chuck was that wasn't a good ride last start. That was a very perplexing on a day where you wanted to be in that sort of position. Vicky got there, which you want with Chuck a lot, and she just didn't. She just went real slow on yeah. a horse that you want to go real fast on, and she ended up giving the front to Bombay style. Like that was that was the epitome of I. I just don't get it. I just don't get it. So Chuck a lot is, is it's a funny horse. It's remember that day at one by five lengths. Yeah. It's it's a, it's a funny old horse in that sense. But you'd expect Let's Deal to be within. Um, like hopefully Let's Deal settles in fourth or fifth and doesn't let anything get away. So mm. yeah, basically the same steer as last up for Sean. So. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. yeah. What's your bet prices? Uh, I, I was flat even money myself. Okay. What do you reckon, Tommy? I didn't even do a market for yeah. it. And I just, 
I was going to be so short, let's deal. I don't want to back it. Yeah. Um, I didn't know what I would have second, third, fourth, fifth favorite possibly price. I, I The way I looked at it was I think let's deal gets beat by not showing up with something being wrong or by having a leader fall back on it so hard and all of a sudden a three wide lines, the moving line, and even then, up. like, yeah. it would probably still win if it just turned around backwards and ran through the line. Like, mm. I just think that's, like, I just don't know what else is going to win this all being equal. I think Kentucky Blue second go at the trip. Yeah. We'll, on Kentucky Blue. We'll show something, but I just don't think it can win and I don't want to be on. Um, basically, it's a whole lot of waffle for I don't know and I don't overly have an interest in the race. All right. Race six is the William Barrett and Sons Vars. It's a <laughs> one metro win graduation. Uh, 60 plus, 54 kgs, minimum 13 acceptors. Currently, Magnificent Andy is slashing second last start. Heads the market from the horse that knocked it off, romancing The Rock, CJP, Team Williams. And this is the most interesting talking point of the race. Queen of Jerusalem has left the Adam Durant yard and is now back with original trainer Greg Cave, PK Pitanucky on board and is the current third favourite in this 1,400-metre contest. Horse that Terry mentioned earlier in the preview EPC is also in single figures. wouldn't mind not knowing that story. Justice say. for Greg Cave, I yeah. said. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't mind I knowing. I stand uh, with Greg. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't mind knowing that story and there might be a – yeah, I don't know. That horse was going so well for Adam. Oh. It was just just absolutely bolting. Should have won its last. Uh, should have won its last three. So fascinating stuff here. It's um, you'd still say it's going as well because it's effectively Adam's just trying to be moved over. But um, yeah, the drop to fifteen hundred is probably not ideal for a horse that was probably looking for further. If anything, so. Uh, look at Adam. In again, we've only got a couple of markets here, but I think Brad Bet's about five fifty last I looked. So happy to yep. look around as well as I think it's going. Happy to look around at that, that, that sort of price. Um, romancing the rock. Well, I said last I think it would yeah. be better drawn wider rather than drawn in. But there is no way you can really suggest that it could beat Magnificent Andy home um, off their last runs. That inside pad was anything and Magnificent Andy came down the part of the track, nothing did what it did pretty much all day. So look, I think Magnificent Andy um, is a clear cut favorite around about the $3 mark. I've got Mahalio as a clear second pick. The gear changes worry me. Um, I hate when they recent, Another recent stable change as well. Yeah, right? exactly. Well, it-, it Walk, walk it, Bradshaw. Right? Yeah, well, it went for Bradshaw first up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it went super. It's final 50 in particular. Once Harvey sort of got a balance, because he had to put the stick in the left hand, um, once he sort of got a balance was super. And if you go through Mahalia's career, like I think we've all done our ass at this table on Mahalia. Should have won two starts ago. Should have won. Well, there's a thoroughbred race. Yeah. 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 And yeah. Birdie Eagle. Like it's actually really good form when you look through it. Last campaign, it was a good thing beaten two or three times as well. Uh, Harvey's only ride for the day. Um, I, I think you'll find it'll run you a big race here. 1,200, 1,500 gear changes. There's a few little queries. Mm. But it's the one with real X factor, and um, yeah, it could have the potential just to be to be better than him. So round eight fifty, happy having something on this. Um, and if the inside pads playing okay, I want to save EPC. Those placings might not look. Uh, forget it's run two starts ago. The runs either side. They were both races and days that weren't suit in that particular manner. And I think the horses that beat at home and the runs they got, it was entitled to, and there was a clear out. So only if the inside pad's playing well, I'll look to save EPC. Otherwise, it'll be a magnificent handy Mahalio. Bang, bang. We'll play those two. Off we go. What price? 
Threes and five fifty. So I'll it's three fifty and five. Who's five? I was three fifty and five. Oh, I, I was going to tell me Mahalia's five bucks. No, no, no. that's right. That would be no, upsetting. Another tidbit is that all my money raced. At, um, so you got all the deduction. Nah, okay. it went crap. It went absolutely horrible. Braden put it in the one one, wrote it real well. So yeah, allow for a 10, 11 cent. Oh, hang on, what is it now? Ten bucks. Yeah, allow for a ten cent deduction, roughly. Okay. Yeah. Easy play for me. Bang, bang. Andy. Andy. Andy, Mahalia. Think about it though. I've got Andy. So how would you play this, Tommy, from a punning point of view? It's interesting, isn't it? So you 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 think Magnificent Andy is the most likely to win. You want to be on Magnificent Andy. You're getting 60 cents over your price or you're getting four bucks over your price or you probably should work on a percentage base. So you're getting 20% over your price with Magnificent Andy. You're getting, sorry, what price are you made there? Five bucks. Five. You're getting nearly, you're getting 80% over your price. So do you then sort of say, okay, I'll make both a result, but Mahalio better. I'll save Andy because it's only 20% over, but Mahalio is 80% over. Because I like Andy, even though the percentages don't make sense, I'm probably going to load it still and just save my like – how, how do you think about that? Or is it by feel? Do you have a structure? Do you have a plan? Um, in this circumstance, it'll be back Mahalio. I will take the $9. I just want to wait for everything else to go up. Yeah. Um, but I will take that price. And then more than likely, I'll wait for Magnificent Andy. Okay. Um, and play that late. And whether or not – I won't make a, a result. I'll still make Mahalio my result. And I'm okay with that. Um, I'm just not going to have Magnificent Andy win and lose on it. So if it comes, yeah. this is where I've got it 350 and it's 360, and I'd probably take 320 late if it means I'm yep. getting my money back on that. Just and run the risk. If like, it's 550 late, it was 550 late. Well, then that's when I'll make it result also. Cool. Excellent. So that'll be purely price spent because that is enough value for me to copper a little bit less on Mahalio to get um, a bit back on yep. Magnificent Andy. And I was just, everything else around it, I was longer Queen of Jerusalem. I was a little bit longer EPC. Like there's just a lot of dead money in this, I think. Um, or just horses that definitely can't win. What did you have Magnificent Andy doing? Like, did yeah, you have them trying yeah. to sit forward here? It's a nice map. The reason I messaged, uh, mentioned, sorry, messaged, mentioned EPC before is it's such a great map. For it's it. just going to kick it out, lead. Like, and if it is playing really nice at inside pad, it's going better. So that's yep. why I really... Don't want to lose on that if the inside pad's playing well. I'm happy to play three here because I do like this race and I'm happy to sort of make this a full stake race. Um, but I've got EPC leading. Keep going forward. On, I think they need to keep going forward on Ella Fella. Yep. Christian Organs and the team. I I think Ella Fella needs a senior jockey. It's that type of horse that I'd prefer just carried weight yep. and um, had someone. But I, I think stick with Ella Fella. Keep running it. Keep running it. Just It's a horse that will find its form um, for the team. Then you've got... Sort of Red Hope, Magnificent Andy jump better than Romancing the Rock. Um, and Mahalio, they all just, I don't know, Magnificent Andy can always land one. It's not a great jumper, but it was last start. It always lands 1-1 one, because one, you've got five proper get back horses. So you've only got, and all in red's not jumping at the moment in, in the country. Cable Guy doesn't often jump. It's 50-50. No, so you've got those two leading, EPC leading, LFLA Breeze, Red Hot Hope, Magnificent Andy, Romancing the Rock, Mahalio. Like you've got nothing else, so it should there should be a spot there. Yeah, you know? I, I think they've got to jump out with intent of because if you jump like I did last start, yeah, then it'll have no problems. You jump equal with first last start, mm -hmm. and all of a sudden, fifty meters later, it's just back last. Like it was just the way the race turned out, not only but also their intention. Obviously, wasn't to they didn't think it would jump that well, and they were happy to settle back. 
Um, I think if it settles in the first few here, it probably wins. I just hope a horse like Mahalio can just let it come across and settle on its back somewhere midfield. It's and jumped pretty well in the past. Get, gets yeah. last yeah. crack at him. Can be there. One of those two, there's a big one on there for one of those two if, um, if they jump well enough and, and land there. So, and then I guess it's just you hope Ella Fella takes you far enough into the race. Um, but yeah, it, it looks it looks a nice map if they're if they're making a little bit of ground for those two. As I said, I think the only danger is EPC. Um, if it plays on pace, giving a big kick out in front and nicking it. All right, I, I I'm probably going to have a little spec on Classic Rogue as well. Might be my yeah. Maddie for the day. Just I like him drawn low. I uh, didn't think his run at Pinjaro was too bad. Previous Albany win was excellent, and he's been dangerous in these this greater race before. But he's just a horse that doesn't get a lot of luck when he comes to town. Um, if he gets a bit of luck, you can see him running on into into the finish. But I've been on Max Magnificent Andy's last two. <laughs> And I'm committed again. Will Classic Road just lead this? Or? <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm, uh, I'm actually, with, I've notated Classic Road goes in quaddy. Yeah. Regardless, okay. definitely, yeah. It's a, it's a hot stable at the moment. And um, it's some of its runs in town yeah. are wild. And Sean hasn't ridden it for quite a long time. That's right. Yeah. So, yeah. Nucky, I can't. You've got a nucky I, bit of what price cash. So. I was about 21. What price? It's yeah, 20, it's 21. I was 26. Yeah. yeah. So. Yep. Wheaton's Irrigation and Design, they're the irrigators of choice for the West Australian racing industry. Owner-operator Craig Whitten has extensive experience working on racetracks across this great state, especially in his role as irrigation technician on the hallowed turf at Ascot and Belmont Park. Craig and his team also specialise in designing and delivering projects for commercial thoroughbred and standardbred racing properties. Check out Witten's Irrigation and Design on Instagram and Facebook and get in touch with Craig. So whether it's racetrack, residential or commercial, water wisely with Witten's. All right, let's move on to the first of the features on this Bunbury Turf Club Saturday. It's the Tab Touch Bunbury Stakes Race 7. 1400 meters listed race it's an 88 plus 1400 meters as i said 54 kilo minimum and the boys the hellafellas have hellatorian lining up in the uh in the big bunbury stakes but we've got burn yet to survive with the bar plates on first time really um he is uh he is currently hitting the market Couple of game Jimmy runners engaged as well. Creator Titan Blind his last line resuming since the railway. MTA was flying last prep, took a big leap forward. That horse, he's resuming as well. And there's a bit of form coming out of the Pinjaro Classic. Couple of the place getters that are involved in this as well. Boys, how's it feel to have a runner in the Bumpy Stakes? Holly Torian. <laughs> um, yeah, I think there was a bigger build-up for us as a group, I think, wasn't there, for the Pinge Classic. We all went there. I went there expecting to win the Pinjero Classic, and I think had we jumped, we would have probably been in hot dead spot, and I think we would have probably won the race. Well, I, I don't think. I know that we would have won the race. So this, I don't know, this feels a bit like a free hit to me to some degree. We've had a, a lot of fun, unexpected fun with the horse this campaign, and we're, um, we've lost Pikey. And that's obviously disappointing, but but I do think Holly is the type of job that will suit Alatori in here. So um, I think we're under the odds at the moment, but I definitely think we can win the race. We are just very, just tactically. Um, yeah, outside, outside leader, surely. Well, I was about to say, BJ, I'm very interested. Tommy and I have already had a good chat and we will have more of a chat on the day, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, but I'm interested to hear your thoughts. Oh, look, I think he's, it just depends what 
what the feedback was out of that run the other day. He, he went, he was, I don't know whether that was by design or what the series was there, but he was quiet. Just, just, just a run. And he, he hit the line. Um, but there's a spot he for you. He hit the line. He yeah. savaged the line. He yeah. didn't even use a stick. Had to balk at the 100. Yeah. Okay, calm down, Terry. So, but if you if you do go back, how far back do you go? Can you blend in? Or do you just have to cop your medicine and jump and land outside Caracalpa and try to- Son of God. Sorry? Son of God. Son of God. I'm almost certain they'll try and leave on Son of a God because okay. one last campaign for or two campaigns ago for Songla. Yeah. Leading. That's my feel. Yeah, sure. I just thought Caracapo was pretty he jumped well and was bustled mm-hmm. along early in the which kind of led to Titan Blinders having to go way too fast out in front because they had to work past Caracapo. So I just thought that was that was a bit of a pointer to what they might do with the blinkers going back on Caracapo as well, chasing two bumpy stakes in a row. So yeah, yeah. I was thinking Halatorian forward, but you guys will could even, wouldn't know yeah. If they don't, I mean, there's no re- Yeah, we could even find the rail. There's a big chance to find the rail. It's playing on speed. It's a possibility, yeah. Tommy said earlier off air that he doesn't know if we're capable of breezing and winning, and I think he might be right at 1,400. I think that's a bit of an ask. Um, but I'm also open to going back as well, if that's how the day is playing and, and we, we think that'll suit. We, we probably, when we got home as well as anything last start in, in traffic. Um, Holly is known as one of the state's best leading riders, but look at the way she rode Desert Vixen the other week and many, there's many other examples. Like she's she's got the A next to her name, but she's a senior in my mind. So um, yeah, fascinating tactically, I'm sure we'll nut it out as the, as the day goes on. But um, I, I think Bernie just survives a bit of a knock. Clint not riding, even though he probably did commit to Crowder a while out, I'd suggest. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a bit of a pointer. Bernie didn't even run the quickest last two in that race. And I know Tabby is going well, but that's a 72 plus. This is a, a bummery stake. So happy to take on Bernie to survive, to be honest. Uh, it can win, but as favourite, it's not for me. I think Creator deserves favouritism on its last run. There was an entitlement to do that. The Spruker was a better run than Creator last start. It's just that Creator's drawn well. It's got the number one hoop of the day on um, 1400s. It's best trip. It's now an 88 Raider and an 88 plus. Just ticks a lot of boxes, you know, like it just a lot of things line up. So um, I might create a favourite. I might tighten Blinders' second favourite. Um, unfortunately, the money came fairly hard, fairly early for it. So not as much meat left. It, it may recover, but I know you two both have an opinion of tight liners as well. I, I think third up 1400 metres after it's run the gold rush over the 14. Uh, it was good enough in the Cyril when it probably needed it and then forget it went around last start. It was actually pretty brave to hang on like it did in all fairness. This looks a suitable race. Um, could be a big return for Jared Noski in the saddle, but it's a great race. You can make a case for MTA. It's a great fresh horse, great fresh horse. You can make a case for the Spruker. It was probably the best run, I thought, in the Bummery Stakes out of every horse. Just drawn wide and I don't know whether Ascot's the best track. Um, and if you want to go wild and the inside pad's hot, Son of a God, I thought it was a far better run than it looked, but um, yeah, that's probably not winning. So, great race. Yeah, yeah. I was I was actually favourite Titan Blinders um, here. Just, I think now they've got to kind of put their tail between their legs and that last start was just ridiculous. Um, going forward, like leading, they went rapid. Um, I think now they can just take a sit here behind the speed. If not, maybe one pair back if it eventuates that way, but um, it's a better horse with cover. And I like looking at creator. I, this is where I sting creator a little bit is that I know bias might come into it, but if you look at creator and Halatorian, how they were going up into the point where Halatorian gets balked 
a little bit and then creator goes past and it looks like creators then like found another gear but i generally just think halitorians just been had to hold for a little bit and it's gone straight past um so in that sense i'm a little bit like well creator had the run to sue and was absolutely entitled to do that as much as halitorian was entitled to run on as well we weren't uh unimpeded down the straight yeah so in that it's sense, just the run they're going to get here, mm, though. That's the thing for me. Well, if they, sh- I think if they show any negativity early, they're in a lot of strife. And I'm not saying they can't get out of it, but I think in this, if you don't show your hand, if you show your hand too early that you're going back, I think you might get dragged all the way back just with the way of the map presenting itself of a fair few horses not wanting to lead, but also wanting to settle just in behind. Mm-hmm. And I think it does get sticky if you decide early that, or if they decide early that they don't want to be, be in that first six. Yeah. And that's be when I think yeah. that's my worry for it. With Creator, it was a leader. That was its go. I think they're fair enough. They want to take some cover and let the horse settle. But I think you maybe you go too far. You don't need to be last. Like, let the horse well, come you out. You don't have to drag. You don't have to ease. Last, Just hold your last spot. started jump pretty well and yeah. they eased all the way back there. They probably had the 1-1 in their mercy and they probably win the Pinjara Classic. So... That's look. I, I you've read my little uh, my little notes, Tommy. And I basically give creator that exact knock you've just said. But when I went to create my market, which I have very little confidence in, in all fairness, and I was very close second favorite with Titan Blinders, um, it just it's just you know something just ticks all those boxes. You think it, they will ride it a little bit closer. It is up to the fourteen hundred. It has got the right jock on. It does go well at Ascot. It likes the firm deck. It just yeah, it just ticked a lot. That's why I marked it like a, a slight favorite so but yeah i think the current market for me has just more got a few to take on like i think i'm happy to take on last of the line at seven dollars i think it's a very nice horse but i think it might just need one it's a good horse happy to take on Bernier to survive and happy to take on um Bazoom, who's twelve dollars they're the three i think are just a little under the odds well Bazoom's a mile under the odds but yeah yeah i had titan blinders and Bernier to survive equal favorites okay. so um titan yeah Titan blinders and so Titans the That's the strong thing. push from everyone. You got Titan favourite. I've got it. I thought I was being I, I super he, aggressive. I he's, at six bucks. I thought I, I thought was being he's, super he's, aggressive. His three best performances um have been over fourteen hundred. Eurythmic, Hannon's Gold Rush. Rush. Yeah. yeah. Did it win the Hannon? <laughs> <laughs> so and that that was just upside down in the classic. I thought he'd hit the line hard. First up, this is this is his race for me. Yep. Yeah, I, I'm in agreement there that if I take my owner's cap off, tie and blinders. If I didn't have Halitorian in this race, I think I'd be coming from the trees to say be- that tie and blinders is the one I want to be on here. And and more just, I'm just happy to take on creator and that if I put on an owner's cap, if you do something twice in a row and it works, you stick to it. So I think creator, they've gone, we've gone back, we've run on one. We've gone back, we've run on, gone very like close second. I think again, they go, we just go back and we can out sprint them. Great. I hope they do that. Yeah. I absolutely do. I think they'll learn from that a little and not be as defensive. I think, I think that was madness defensive last start. It was just basically handicap racing, give everyone more of a start than we have to give them. So yeah. I think they'll learn from that. But it was the, so, I just looked at it. I'm, the opposite well, I'm, I'm, I'm only sort of 450 creator. It's five bucks. So I'm not, yeah. I'm probably not going to bet. Might save. My, my, at this stage, I think my plan's safe. Um, creator and make Hod Z and I know one of the other Halatorian owners, Tommy, uh, might have taken the twenty threes. So it might be a mixed, uh, it might be a mixed, uh, some mixed feelings from. Although there'd be no mixed feelings from the group, I couldn't give a shit about Titan Blinders. But 
um, if Titan does win and Haller runs down the track. So, anyway, hope we win because I've figured out the campaign after this. Okay. So very very first horse to have 29 starts in a prep. <laughs> <laughs> the Iron Horse walks, from Albany. Walks would love that. We want to call the RSPCA. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of walks, this was – the Bunbury Stakes was his uh, – yeah, it was his moment. Mm. Might have to wheel out the walks post race celebration photo on our Twitter feed <laughs> later today. Um, there's a good one of him celebrating the Akinar Star Bunbury Stakes victory back in 2019. But um, yeah, it's always been a good horses race, the Bunbury Stakes. And um, yeah, we'll. Uh, yeah. Did Hal win? Uh, That's the wrong answer, did you? Yeah, not for mine. No. Um, Titan Blondness for me. Oh, all I know is- Can he run well? Yeah, I expect him to, but I don't, I don't know if he's a winning chance for mine. When was the last time we were written off? Tell you when it was. Every, it, was every a, it was a 66 plus against Bit of Merit. It was the last start that's we had right. that we were written off. That's right. And what happened? Yeah. <laughs> what, did, what, did Mark, what did Mark say? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I'll be cheering for you, no doubt. But uh, I think, yeah, I just got this feeling it's a Titan Blinders kind of race. That's really interesting. I saw a guy at the 23s. We'll move on, sorry, in a sec. I just I just thought it'd be one of those, you know, yeah. know, you think you're the only one that's going to find one or be all really like one. You think, oh, yeah, well, that'd be sweet if I can get mid-teens. And next thing I look and it's, it's 10, 12, 11, 11, 12 dollars. So, but it sounds like that still might be over. Yeah. Doesn't mind it. Before we move on to the next race, fellas, did you guys notice the All-Star Mile, um, the people were drawn their horses um, for the All-Star Mile and none other than Neville Parker, trainer, has drawn Alligator Blood in the All-Star Mile. So if Alligator Blood wins, Neville Parker, $250,000 richer. What so, price is it? I think it's favourite. $3, I think. What do you do? Take your aid? So he was later, one- Later on Betfair or? Uh, tell Neville what he should do. No, nah, well, you got to, he's going to have to he's going to have to front up. I was going to say yeah, another two fifty. Yeah, so grass it, just attack. Yeah, just attack. Yeah, put the foot down. Congratulations, Neville. What a yeah, that's good. Yeah. So if, this if could you be vote, life, you then get you're in the draw automatically. Yeah. Should check. Yeah. So if you, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I voted for laced up heels. So that so oh, so laced up heels had to be the one. Had to be drawn. had to be in the field. Oh, yeah, for you to be drawn. So Neville was one of eighteen thousand people, I think, who voted for Alligator Blood, and he was the one drawn out the hat. So he's in the he's in the running for two hundred fifty k. Yeah, Luke so. told me to vote for his side. So. Well, she's yeah, a belt. Just now got to start. Ah, very good. I believe. Yeah. 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 Unfortunately, my vote for Be Optimistic was wasted. Um, so Pikey's over in Sydney this weekend riding uh she's a belt in the Coolmore Classic. What price is it? Um yeah, I think I reckon she's gonna run a rip. I didn't mind her run the other yeah, day. Yeah, I actually think her run the other day was pretty good. So then he'll be obviously be back in Melbourne to ride her the week after. Is that right? The week Correct. after in the yep. uh, All Star Mile. He must be pretty keen because he's given up a pretty handy old ride in the Bunbury. He must, be, he must be keen. He's, yeah. back, he's backing himself. Yeah, in saying that, we were probably going to go with Holly anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Holly Torian. Uh, all right. Bunbury Cup time. It's the Fairby Bunbury Cup race 8, 2100 metres. And Jeeves Casino 17 looks so well suited here, especially with the fact that they had to raise the minimum. So it's actually an 82, 82, 82 plus. plus cup. So it's effectively four kilos weaker than your standard 90 plus listed race. And that means that Casino 17, after carrying, what, 62 and a half minus 
Taj Dyson's claim last start slides in here. 55 kilos, one kg off the limit in a Bunbury Cup. And uh, he's the current $2.10, $2.15 favorite. No apology in the market as well. Then we've got Nerf Bosk, the only horse, other horse in single figures. Looks a good setup here, doesn't it, for Team Williams, Chris Parnham and Casino 17. Yeah, it does. It's the market's right. Um, yeah, bit uh, bit boring. The only thing I'll say about Casino 17 is that I've got the cricket up, lads. That's exciting. Um, is it took me 10 minutes to figure that out. Is that it's, its style of racing now is to um, get going at the eight top thing, you know, start rolling from there. It's just a difficult style of racing to sustain over a period of time. So. Taj, it probably didn't go for Taj as well, but he gave it a 10 the other day. Like, that's the ride you want. Like, that's the exact ride you want. So, um, it just will come a point where if the horse, if you're a little bit off, you can get away with it sometimes. The way it races, it can't be a little bit off. So, that's my only sort of minor query. I think- I don't think it has to be ridden that way though, does it? Probably doesn't, but they're going to go slowly here. So, I think yeah. it'll naturally pull itself out. That's how, I almost certain that's how it will be ridden. Yeah. After those wins, I'm almost certain that's how it will be ridden. I think it'll win. I'm about 2.30, current, as I said, current price. But, um, yeah, I, I do think no apology if, if it levels up to it and if it isn't one. I don't know. I think no apology will give a real good kick here and um, and make it earn its victory. But the market's, the market's bang on, mate. So 2.30 versus 3.40, I think I was roughly. And they like the rest. Like, who, do you, who else do you come at? General Grant's got some upside just because of its spruik. But I went back through its form. It hasn't done much. I thought, I thought Black Shadow was pretty good. In the detonator. Black Shadow in the quickest last no. two in the detonator, but the thing is, come Black, right, Black Shadow come right back. Was how, yeah. But they're all, they're consistently but just all okay. They're all, they're all the same horse. Put Black Shadow in barrier one, and it's a different story. It's mm. going to probably have to breeze, you mm. know? Like, I I think, I don't know what they'll do with Black Shadow, but to me, the most obvious move here is say, catch me if you, not catch me if you can, but probably, and it's a better horse with cover, definitely, but you're not going to get it. So you can't you can't just just give yourself the one one from a wide gate in a race with no speed. I just I just say let's own this. Yeah, let's go forward. We we were pretty tough last start. We looked beaten, and we've then as I said, around the quickest last two in a race they've gone eleven quicker than it. Just maybe try and own it to some degree. And yeah, they should do the same with Nerf Bosk. I mm. think they should probably roll with Nerf Bosk. It looks tired. It's poorly weighted coming out of the um coming out of set weights and penalties to a handicap. But yeah, Casino 17, and if it is maybe just a little bit, a little bit of a query, maybe where the last run you put down as a query or it just got beaten by a good horse, maybe we'll find out earlier in the day with Let's Deal and how it goes. Uh, maybe no apology can knock it off, but yeah, I can't come up with a raffie for you. That's it. This is, it's probably the shittest Bunbury Cup I've ever seen. Well, it's an 82 plus, like. Well, yeah. That, you, we you won't know. even see it, Tommy. We'll be in the winner's bar. We will, honestly won't even think about it. <laughs> We'll wake up for the last day because you've got a model in the last day. I do. <laughs> uh, Tommy, anything more to add? Yeah, no, I was, I went in, at first I was like, oh, how short can I get this? And then I was like, well, how how long can I get this? I, I, didn't, know what, I didn't know what I wanted. Um, I just, I really was, I like, it's just so bad. Like yeah. The race is just yeah. so uninteresting that. I've that's wanted the, to be so heavily biased either for or against it. Um, and I've settled in the middle. Um, just looking at the horse, it's like the last two is 60 and was a 60 and a half last start. Um, anyway, it's I thought like last start, oh, let's deal was kicked back on it. Maybe a little bit flat late, but it's two performances or like, I mean, even four where it's had 55 and a half or less. It's last 200 from a benchmark point of view is like 
so much different, like three lengths better. So I just think like back down with the weight here, was it 55 here? I just think you can expect that even if it's got two to make up coming like 250 out, I just think it'll swallow them up. It's, so, on the, it's on the way out, isn't it? Yeah, Everything absolutely. Everything else is basically is either on the decline or is on their mark. So, yep. yeah, this is- I thought I'd mark it at $1.80. I, I might need just, yeah. I think I'm willing to change my mark at watching Let's Deal. Okay. It wins by five and I'm probably at $1.80 and I, I probably consider taking some 240. Let's Deal battles into victory. I don't know. I don't know. Just- also, if it's a day where they look like they're just holding on from the front and, um, you know, I might find myself with- Black Shadow gets out to a good enough price that I can have a little spec on it, something like that. But mm. I just didn't know what else, like, far out. Do you, the prices are just average here, aren't they? Do you they? think Brad would be making a good case for Bruce Almighty in the public He does like Bruce Almighty, actually. <laughs> but what are they, are they going to go back again? Are they no. going to try and go full? Oh, they'll just, probably go full, but- I just it, don't know the map. Yeah. I couldn't map they'll, it. They'll be, yeah, it's not- And it can't win anyway, so it's, it's fine. Not, yeah, but. No. It's not. It's not, yeah, it's going super. And I think a nice grandstand cup or something in two weeks' time back to a mile, 90 plus, that'll be a nice suitable race. But it's just not, I don't think it's going to get the 2200. So Bruce is at a tough position. I understand him having to go at the, the trip. But yeah. Yeah, again, another one you've got to go forward on. So suddenly I've given you five litres. So it's <laughs> a race with no speed. That happens though, because everyone looks and goes, oh, there's no speed here. We, we'll go forward. And next thing you know, four horses that weren't going to go forward go forward. And, the speed. So. What, what else that's missing from the from the Bunbury Cup is Stafford's lad, and the reason for that is he'll be lining up in the Adelaide Cup on Monday, thirty two hundred metres. So the barriers have just been released today. He is drawn eleven of sixteen. Chris Parnham will be shuttling across to ride him. Fifty four kg slides in one off the limit. So nice weight swing from the horses he raced against in the Lord Reams where he didn't have a lot of luck. So I expect Stafford's to fly the flag for us sand gropers um, um, really well in the Adelaide Cup on Monday. Terry, it's that time again. It is, BJ. It's time for the Get Out Stakes. It's funny doing a race after the Get Out Stakes, isn't it? Uh, S-C-E-A-K-S. <laughs> like my commentary as I'm spelling, just to give myself a second to figure out if I was spelling it correctly. Um, it is, BJ. It is, isn't it? It is. S-T-E-A-K-S, the Get Out Stakes. So popular, this competition. It's growing, evolving. Um, it's brought to you by Market City Meats, the largest retail butcher shop in Perth, located at the County Vale Markets on Bannister Road. Timmy Hewitt, he runs the show. Um, terrific team with Timmy at the helm, Market City Meats, and you get the red carpet treatment. Whenever you drop in to see Timmy there at the largest retail butcher shop in Perth. So, yes, congratulations to last week's winner, Tristan. He's now three times get out stakes. Victor, yeah, he's definitely moving up the honour board there. Uh, Birdie Eagle, who's the only one to select Birdie Eagle. Was he? Yeah. In, um, across all the entries, Be Optimistic was very heavily selected, as was mm. Weapon Sun and Cisco Joe. But uh, Neville's almost the master of the seven-day backup. Yeah, he? he's too good. He's too good sometimes, Neville. So congrat- congratulations there, Tristan. Make sure you get out to see Timmy and collect your uh, Group 1 beef package there from the best in the business. So to enter this week, add the 1-1 pod on Twitter. Who wins race nine at Ascot this Saturday? Decimal winning margin, two decimal places preferred. Tommy, we can't forget the sand white rule, can we? First in best dressed. First in best dressed. So race nine, this is going to be at six o'clock. MGIB handicap, 
It's a graduation 60 plus over the 1200 meters of top weight. Here is Holla Maria finally comes to a sad day after uh, picking its way through the midweekers. Lady Tornado, another last start, midweek winner, born to talk, has been running, racing well in recent weeks. Uh, men's club, Miss Field, Bourbon Bow for the new camp, bit happening here in the get out stakes. Is there, a, is there something that Tommy likes to finish today? Yeah, I'm keen on two here, um, both at prices. Well, they were at prices. I think they still are. Um, and I've settled on nobility here. I think if you compare the runs with Born to Talk, even just four back against Salumba, um, I think nobility's equal good horse. Um, I think it's going well. I think back to a thousand, it's not its go. And it's against Tadwia and Moishwa in 60 and 66 plus, um, which I think is good enough form for this type of race. It's not one that I want to, I wouldn't tell you to declare it, but just at the price I've taken 18s early, it's around that price now. I think I'll go forward and give you a bit of a sign. If it's playing that type of way where it does look that it's handy to settle in the first few in running, I think that'll that's the one that'll be hardest to beat here. I know. Lady Better at 1,200 too. Nobility. Yeah, absolutely. Um, nobility. Have you taken the double? Uh, no, I haven't. You haven't taken the- Into Halatory. Year of, year of Little Faith. Ace Command into- <laughs> I did. Uh, nobility, Magic Mind. Magic Mind. I reckon I'll have my shirt off as well if this wins. So, um, little treat for anyone at the track if it does get up. Um, and one. then the other one is Find Your Man. The trial uh, was fantastic. Um, they did a good job. They just went back and let uh, him hit the line nicely. I think first up at 12 might be a touch short. It might be probably a 1,400 metre horse, but I think fresh at 12, if it gets the run, I think actually, I think it will finish over the top of him if it gets the right run, um, to be honest, but that's a massive if. But at 16, 14, whatever dollars, it's a good enough price to find out, I think. All right, your thoughts on the get out, Guru? Oh. Question for you, Bernard. Bernard Tomic over here. Um, Miss Field is probably one of the horses with a high level of ability. I'm always happy to forgive a, a run down the straight. I believe some horses simply don't get down the straight, and I don't know why. I think Miss Field was never one that was going to enjoy a straight in saying that. She wasn't like a band, does she? So she's a difficult uh, difficult type. Uh, but what's the feeling from the stable? Anything anything you can give us about Miss Field? Are we expecting an inside gate to suit her because she can run around or expecting that to be a negative because she'll be hemmed away traffic hemmed away she's sort of got probably the out of all these she might always have the most raw ability i think she does yeah i quite like it actually but it's funny she hasn't been able to draw a gay even down the straight she was unsuited with the draw Mm. she kind of needed that famous journey to just quicken a little bit so she could tuck in behind it but she ended up basically like level pegging with the leaders if you look at the 600 meter photo and the splits and that so she's revved out um down the straight the first time uh, hasn't had any cover at all or prep and she first time she draws low she draws one which might not which might end up being a disadvantage depending on well i suppose men's club leads do you think it's the quickest yeah it's yeah. the quickest no so, breeze you'd think yeah but um i expected it i think she's overs she beat not lady tornado um on her merits a few starts ago i know lord lady tornado has improved since but misfield has had should have won second up when lactar rode her at pinjara had no luck and flamed out when brad rode her the next start in town was okay down the straight from one 
without finally getting a smother, if she can just relax for Chris Parnham from one, travel strongly into it and just get galloping room, I think she's going to be hard to beat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. It's a, it's a race where I see Holla Maria at the top of the market and I think you beauty because mm. it's the decimal point should be after the zero, I think not even after the second four. So um, if Holla, yeah, Holla Maria being favourites, well, I think I'm, what prize you, Tommy? I could imagine. Fourteens. Yeah, I thought you would have been a bit wilder. But, uh, yeah, I'm 26, Holla Maria. So I thought its last win was plain and Cash is making me a nice steers, change of dot, wide gate, harder race. <sighs> Deary me, favourite. And it's been supported in early markets. Yeah, it's I don't crazy. think so. Not for me. Uh, I, I, I'm a bit confused here, guys. I'm going to have something and find your man. I know Mitchell um, said to us earlier, can we? You know, very interesting last prep. So I was with Lindsay Smith and um, – Lindsay pushed it out to 2,200, obviously just trying a few things, and had its first start for Mitchell 21 days later at the 1,700 metres. So Mitchell hasn't had a – he's never – I guess you can't say he hasn't put his own stamp on the horse yeah. because it's come straight off a staying run, straight into a prep with him, and he actually got it down to 1,400 to win from last. Nice win. It was a day where everything was swooping as winning, so it was the right setup for it that day. Um, but I do think – if you go back to its prior runs at the 1,200 metres, it, there were some real flashing lights runs in there. Whether it's a tease horse, it's going to just continually do that and you're going to do your ass on I don't know, but it's a great point of difference. Trial was great. No shades on trial, shades on here. Um, yeah, real point of difference. And I think that inside moving line, you know, you got sort of those couple of leaders. Will give a, even though Men's Club, I don't think, runs out a strong 12, it'll give a nice kick. No belly, it'll give a nice kick. Uh, the two on the back, but to talk Lady Tornado, definitely give nice kicks in the race. Miss Field gives you a nice take into it. So even if you are for the fence with Find Your Man, I think that's the, the path to win the race. Like I think out wide, it's pretty ugly um, from there on. So we'll have something on it. Um, yeah, but I think I need to redo this race. I've got Lady Tornado a bit shorter than I, I should. I think so. I might just um, – it's already a big wobbler in the early markets. I took some – yeah, so my Brad's 370, so that was good punning. Um, <laughs> I actually knew when I pressed the button, I was like, oh, this is wrong. Well, what did you have it marked? Well, well Tommy, your first market. To, uh, three bucks on the dot. I actually had a shorter as well. I had to wobble that around a bit. So I, I came down to the fact that it's going to be those two leading. I think I think Nobility, and it's been a good horse to me, is I just feel like maybe it's on the decline this prep. That was my sort of concern with nobility, but I can – what you're saying will definitely – I mean, it goes in that quadrilla for me, um, but I think they give a nice kick and then I got born to talk Lady Tornado. On their backs, Lady Tornado last start, everyone said, oh, just led midweek, one, like whatever, but that was a day nothing led and one at all, and Desert Vixen chased it home hard. Um, down the best part of the track and couldn't get there. And, and Desert Vixen uh, obviously came out last week and nearly won the nearly won the platinum. So I just think this is an improving horse. Improving horse, yeah, for sure. So the big thing with Lady Tornado is so you look at the and I, I sometimes you know, I like looking at weights just without wondering how they got there. You just look at it and you think, well, hang on, it's won its last two. It's been placed its last three. So that's three and I earned four points for one of those. So that's seven and three. It's ten points, right? And you go, how is it in a sixty plus getting in with fifty five? Horses that have that go to absolute shit for 10 starts and like unlike Born to Talk, who might not win for 10 starts, but it's so consistent, doesn't drop any points. Lady Tornado shut the bet mm. and it dropped all these points. So all it's done now, refining that, 
probably early doors, couple of starts, first starts form that we thought it had, it's just regained those points. And instead of carrying the 58, 59, 60, it's just getting those points back that it's dropped and it's getting in perfectly here. So um, I just think it's nicely weighted. It's well mapped. Yeah, it, I do think there's better horses in it, but it's just going to, you know, it's probably a bit like Dad's Big Headed earlier in the day. It's going to give you every conceivable chance. So I'll, I'll be having something on it, the mid fours, I think, but I think I'm far too short and I'm going to have a- Do you have a leaning leaders back? Uh, I or think it'll be, <clears throat> no, I think maybe 1-1. One, one. I think, yeah, I think Holly Maria will be nowhere near him. I don't think it goes quick at all early and it's been lucky to find races without speed. It could muster to the back of him. I think Holly Maria will just- not be in this race. Yeah, I've got a three wide. That's my thing. I just don't. Yeah, I thought it, I thought it was three. Had three wide written all over but it, but not even three wide on speed. Like I don't. Yeah, I don't think it'll be in the race. So, um, yeah. Shout out to Mini Winnie. It's last run probably wins this. Oh, <laughs> oh, gee whiz. Uh, but yeah, it's a tough old setup from the from the widest gate. So. Yeah, I'm gonna have something on Miss Field. I think this is mm -hmm. if, she, if she's gonna win a Saturday race, this is her race. Um, Look, I like the setup for her. Hopefully, as Terry outlines, Men's Club, Club and Nobility well. can give a nice kick, and Chris can edge Miss Missfield off into into clear galloping room. And something a little bit out wide that I'm going to sort of lurk around Betfair late is I reckon Katona is going to win one soon. It's going to win one at a price. So, well, its last run, Katona was on the worst part of the track and it hit the line quite nicely. Mm. So um, give it an extra length or two in that last run too. If, yeah, if it might not be Saturday, but it could come back to a midweek or something like that. That's yep. next up. It's 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 this ready. Is a, this is a midweek. It's it, pretty much. Yeah, it's ready. Yep. It's ready to win one of its next two. Yep, at a price. Cool. All right, let's take a break. And when we come back, special edition for our listeners, we're going to cover the JC Roberts and the Natasha Stakes um, prime lead ups to our Oaks and Derby. So we'll be back with that preview very shortly. Okay, we're back. We're going to cover two races from the feature Sunday meeting at this weekend's Ascot double header. 11 races on Sunday. Look out. Race eight is the first of our features. It is the Natasha Stakes, the final lead up to the WA Oaks. 2200 meters, set weights and penalties for the three year old fillies. We've got 12 acceptors at this stage of proceedings, and the market is dominated by the Star Philly Admiration Express. $1.60 at the moment. In the, We're up $1.55. In, in Bradbet's uh, Brad eyes here. But uh, speaking earlier, Terry, the gate 12. Uh, does it give some of the some of these other fillies just a sniff that maybe they could uh, they could there could be some there could be some issues that impact Admiration Express and can increase their winning chances? Yeah, hundred percent. I think the barrier is the greatest level. I mean, the the, the query is full of merit or lead. You would suspect mm -hmm. can give cheat too, actually, um, for an informed yard. But uh, it'll lead. What do they do with Admiration, Tommy? Do they just roll to the breeze? Do they? I, this, this, do you know what this sort of reminds me of? It reminds me of Western Empire in the um, in the Kingston town when you had the dollar sixty pop. You know, the best horse by panels, and yep. Pikey tried to find a spot, sat deep, and got beaten by Stable. Oh, yeah. Happy days for Bob, weren't they? That's when, <laughs> that's when things were easy for Robert. Um, but um, yeah, do they just go to the breeze or do they snack? I'd snack. I'd snag, personally, and you might put yourself in a position you can't win, but maybe there's bigger fish to fry. I don't know. I don't know. It's an interesting one. What would you guys do? And um, what do you think will happen? I'd breeze. Um, you could always, don't forget, going forward to the breeze, you're always a chance of finding a spot too. 
doesn't I, mean, doesn't I would probably just breeze. Yeah. Okay. Well, you guys are both wrong. Well, that's fine. We can't <laughs> always be right. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Well, only with, well, as you mentioned, with full merit drawn two barriers inside, you just sort of let just it do the work and come across yeah. with it. Cool. Well, yeah, you're a sitting duck for Lyndon Lady and Cheese Fit later, I reckon. Yeah. So, yeah, I've, yeah, I've marked, I haven't marked it favourite. So I'm gonna, yeah. Hang gonna, on, hang on. Hold the phone. You haven't uh, marked admiration. I haven't marked it. No, just I, I think it'll. She win the. If she'd drawn four, I would have marked her probably shorter than Bradley. No, yeah. but this we're right, we're worrying about this race. We're not worrying about a future race. This setup could not be any worse for her. Mm. This could not be any worse. Have a look at She's Fit and Linden Lady. The only reason they were beaten seven lengths is because they were both held up to the 200. Yeah. They were just the, clearly the two next best runs of the race after her. So look, she can go to the breeze, she can win by three, not a problem at $1.60. And again, there's only one market up. So whether everyone follows you, don't don't take our markets for uh, for gospel. But um, yeah, I'm $3 Linden Lady. That's even at even money, $1.90 a place. That's each way all day. Um, and for those of you with sports better accounts, I'll be taking the um, Three dollars fifty for Lyndon Lady to run a place because this is this is the Oaks. This yep. is the Oaks. Like this this race here is the Oaks. So any markets that look wildly different to this, um, you can bet into. Especially that a place bet Lyndon Lady on that that price is is wild for me. And I reckon these three will run the trifecta in the Oaks and the trifecta in the Derby. Wow, there you go. Yeah, Playhouse Patron um, will run a race in the Derby, but it's thin. I reckon so. I reckon they'll do the, the double. And have something on Lyndon Lady to win both. You'll get 100 to 1, I think. Something like that. Lyndon Lady to win the... Um, I haven't done this yet, so... <laughs> so did, you, did you think Lyndon Lady was a better run than She's Fit? Than that? It's hard. There's, it's, depends how you look at it. Yeah. They were both held up. They were both... She's Fit really stretched its neck nicely. The big thing for me here is Pikey goes on Lyndon Lady. It's out to a staying trip. And who is the master at winning this race? Grant Alana Williams. Yeah, with the Cerise and White. This just doesn't have the Cerise and White. This is Grant and Alana Pike soft draw. So, yeah. She's, to be honest, I I think when I did my Oaks market, I had she's fit slightly less. I, I really think it's the Pike factor that's swaying me. And yeah. the fact I'm seeing 750 versus 480 in front of me. Yeah. So, yep. yeah. I was, yeah. I didn't have she's fit far behind Admiration Express in my market. So, purely on the way this race is set up. That's mm. it. So, I'm um, very much still Admiration Express team for the Oaks, but I'm thinking Lyndon Lady and She's Fit will level up in price wise come start time. Because I reckon if you want to back Admiration, you'll see two thirty late. Yeah, two fifty, two sixty. So well, there'll be plenty wanting to sort of I don't know, plenty wanting to lay her, but you know what I mean at that at that price. Mm. So, so. Mm, Tommy, yeah, I, like the way I've, I've kind of looked at it is that. As much as you would have thought leading into this that Admiration Express or after last night, Admiration Express, if it was going to be beaten, would be in an Oaks when it does, if it doesn't run the trip, mm-hmm. um, where I almost reckon that this is it like for them. Like this is the one where you can go like, we actually, we've got her here if, she, if something goes wrong. Like if she sits three, if she gets caught wide or she has to go back, like this is your chance. And like for Lyndon Lady, just because of the draw, like did it lead her or breezed in a um, – it's a champion it fillies. Like it's it's got gate speed no, to run on run on late. Yeah, oh, no, it was dead last in yeah. champion well, fillies. Well, it's where it sat forward in, before. Uh, in one of its maidens, it sat leaders back, uh, early doors type thing. Anyway, it's got but enough it, speed it to keeps, settle. Yeah, it keeps in the first half of the field. Yeah. So I think it's a horse that from four, knowing that you've got Admiration Express drawn wide, and Chris Parnham, they'll know exactly where where Lucy is. My guess is 
if an op any opportunity presents to sit in like forward in the field here off the fence, this is it. This is the perfect scenario. It's seven fifty and even money the place right now. Like that's that for me is good enough alone. The even money the place, like just from a, yeah. I might be betting like a little girl, but that is like that's good enough for me. The two dollars the place, like just I don't know what else outside of those three can beat it. With like all being equal, right? If you get held up for four hundred meters, well, what's the difference if I got eight dollars or a dollar forty? Like you weren't gonna place anyway. It's just bad luck. You cop it. Mm -hmm. But at two dollars, like that's that's such good value to find out i think just to run a drum i'm not an each way player usually unless it's sort of 250 or above but i reckon i'd mark this a dollar 15 a place yeah i'd be a dollar i'd be a dollar 25 a place that's why this obviously the draw won't probably look as favorable in the oaks for linden lady but if you can shop around and get sort of three bucks even for she's fit mm. like I, as i said I'm, i i think there's some there's some value in knowing the oaks field and what it looks like right now so I agree. Yeah, Linden Lady is definitely the better of the prices um, in the Natasha. I mean, 480, she's fit versus Linden Lady 750. You imagine that most people would, not they? Even if they're just doing their rankings, would have them pretty much equal. Um, Pike on, low draw, makes plenty of sense. The thing with Megami as well, because a lot of people are saying, hey, on, that finished right alongside him. I didn't think it hit the line as well. And I just, with the main, Megami's a bit of a headstrong horse. It doesn't, for me, strike me as a horse that's going to get better the further it goes. I, I love its turn of foot, but turn of foot often equates to not being able to um, get the extra journey. So, And you can kind of get away with that in really softly run middle distance races, but I'm assuming that full of merit, Dion and Holly might just have them sort of rolling a little bit. So it's kind of genuine. Well, I think you got to leave it alone as well. I think its best performances have just let the horse do its own thing and then let it get to the middle of the track and launch. Yep. Well, if you want to do that here, I don't think you're going to launch past Admiration Express, She's Fit, and then Lady, like giving it a head start. I just, I don't think that will happen. Okay. Box the 148 and take the 12 and the 9 to run fourth. That'll cost you $12 for a full dip of the quartet. Just also, if. If we did see a market move here with Admiration Express holds firm and Linden Lady comes in a little bit and that she's fit drift does come, like I'm definitely open to 100% playing both yeah. she's fit and Linden oh, yeah, Lady, yeah. especially even Mate, at the yeah, place yeah, price. Yeah, yeah. Just I think that the gap between third and fourth is We've only got insane. one market. Let's remember that. If yeah. the other market's got Linden Lady's $4.20 and um, and she's fit $7.50 and two bucks, then we're probably- Talking a bit differently, so. All right. Yeah. All right, cool. Now, race nine on the Sunday is the Schweppes J.C. Roberts Stakes, 800 metres. I think there were 17 nominations and there's 17 acceptors, 16 plus the one emergency Arabian Dream. This is an 800 metres for their three-year-old set weights and penalties. I think there's only two horses that have accumulated a penalty in Flyaway Home and Planet Cash, so a pretty even bunch this. Playhouse Patron is a $3.30 favourite currently. Others, other horses in the market, uh, Demolish and another Chino, and uh, I think it's double figures. The rest, Alaska Lot, $10, upwards others. Mm. Mm. This ain't much of a horse race, is it? Um, you don't know, I guess, time. Time tells a story whether it's much of a horse race, I guess, in that sense. But oh, look, I, I think the two favourites, Stand out for me. Blayhouse Patron It's probably proven over the journey with a second to Queen Alina. Hit the line nicely the other day. Uh, settled midfield, comes at him. 
hard to beat. Demolish was the run of the day for me. Three deep, no cover. All the Kingsmen had it on toast, but actually kicked back and just thought it was brave as anything. Obviously, they don't think it's going to get – Neville doesn't think it's going to get uh, very far because I don't think it's domed for the Derby and they also nommed it for the 14. 14 yeah. So, I think he was sort of open to not pushing on, but the way it sat deep at the mile, you'd – I, I would think it'll get the 18, but it's just a question of where does it end up in the run. So, a bit of a query on that. Um, yeah, can't really come at too many others, but yeah, look, for the sake of a tip, because Demolish is a longer price, I'm going to go Demolish, but um, I need to redo this race a bit deeper, I think. Is so Lord Randolph for speed? Yep. Yes. Do you see anything else making this genuine? Uh, I think there's always the possibility with a lot of horses that are battling. Mm -hmm. So I think when you've got so many horses that like a trouble are, warning, um, maybe something like that. Does that go for a trouble warning? Uh, I don't know. I think from eight, they would be happy with cover. I think they can oh get God. cover, so it wouldn't surprise me if they I take think, it. Yeah, I think Alaska lot will look to land be, in the first four or five. Yeah. yeah, Big Red Hawk isn't that quick away. Special sort of the bar's still on. I'm not sure. By the way, there's no notification so. with Wonderkind whether the bars are on or off. It was okay. a late, um, late change. A late change last start, so that's helpful. Um, Flyover Home will sit. Another Chino will sit. Axman's Jizz will go back. <laughs> Diamond Scene will go back. Optimal's no good. Uh, what are you guys laughing at? <laughs> um, yeah. I don't. Three, I, I, I didn't yeah. think Axman Jazz was too bad the other day. Pike just, if Pike was on, I'd be on. He, if you watch him go to the line, you're just like, yeah, they, yeah. And they, they, they went walked. twenty lengths slower, slower than Benchmark. Yes, he was on the best part of the track, but they walked. He's not going to be suited by that. I just, I'm really surprised that Pike's riding Linda Lady for him, but not yeah, exactly, um, but not Axman's Jazz. Like I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm confused. I'm yeah. confused. It's a big improver out to the journey for sure. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, I was just sure. I was just assuming Pike was going to ride an accident. Because mm. each way at double figures would have been an easy play. I, yeah, it still might be. I, just, mm. I need to do this a bit, a bit tighter. This race. Yeah, yeah. I, thought, I really like another Chino building. I thought his midweek win was excellent. He did get the the right setup and was uninterrupted. But he's got staying potential, real staying potential. So, but um, yeah, I sort of yeah I was. If Pike was on Axman's Jets, that was probably going to be the way I was going to go here. Mm. But Paddy Pike instead. It is Paddy Pike. Yeah. Big race rider. He is. He is a big race rider. Yeah, it's a yeah, thin old one. It's hard to make a case for any of the rough. His special sort was in the wrong part of the track last start. It, it's got some ability. Yeah. Um, Planet Bar plates are setback. off as well. Hey? Bar plates are off. Bars are off. There you go. So it was just a little setback last start. Yeah, Planet Cash off the setback. It's very hard to have. Flyaway Homes, interesting jockey appointment there. Um. For, for Danny, I think it'll go far better with a sit. Yeah, um, yeah Kira's a unique looking. Well, I think it was, yeah, just- um, Availability. Availability, yeah. Mm -hmm. Chris opted for Alaska lot ahead of uh, Flyway Home. Yep. And um, there right. was a scrambling to get a rider and Kira was um, next came off the rank. Yeah, oh, she rides well. I mean, obviously that's a point up in the Morton Yard that another Chino's ahead of Flyway Home, I'd say, because Brad would have gone on the- Number one pick. I'm yeah, suggesting. I just I, I, I'm not giving up on Flyway Home. He just needs to be ridden quiet. I don't, I don't know what happened last start, how he ended up wearing it up. I think Brad must have just given him a squeeze out the gates and he just took off on him. But he's a horse a bit like um, the uh, horse we were talking about earlier, Megami. Flyway Home's just he's just you just ice cold. You just got to come out yeah. ice cold and just let him settle, and then he'll give you everything he's got late. But um, he was just yeah, it wasn't just the, that's not his go last start. 
pulling pulling the outside leader. So, but um, yeah, there are our two features for Sunday covered. Take another break. We're in the home straight. We'll be back with our best, our Maddies and our Lays. Listeners, it's time for our Betfair best betting propositions for the weekend. Tommy Johnson, our guest, what is your Betfair best? My Betfair best is maybe a little bit weak, but it's Mahalio with the save on Magnificent Andy. So I don't think you'll be losing in the race. No, I don't think that's weak. I think that's that's good betting. I'll, I'll second that, Tommy. But I'm not going to. I won't, yeah, I'll second that. I like Let's Deal, but it's a bit short. Anything north of even money, it's not really my style, but, geez, it should be bloody winning. Uh, oh, tough old day for a best. We'll go to Sunday, Lyndon Lady each way. Okay. Yeah, I think that's your, that's your, that's your play. If we can get some $1.90 a hole, little, uh, little each way popper. Coming back to Saturday for me, Magnificent Andy is my bet for best. Andy. Um, all right, let's do our Mandy's first. And uh, Tommy J. Uh, my Maddie comes up in the last with the shirtless Magic Mike um, <laughs> Nobility, <laughs> currently 20s with oh. Ladbrokes and Neds. So. I want footage. Terry, yeah. get out of the phone now, mate. You're going to love this because I couldn't come up with one and I, I did the uh, the multi last week, which didn't work. So I don't want to do another multi. So I just went through my odds and I was like, what currently is overs that's above 20 to 1? The only one is Ace Command. So we're going to go the Magic Mike double. double. Yeah, magic, I think it's uh, where he has oh, yeah, It's happening. Good jump longer. It's so I just think it's – how good thing about it is run two back. Oh. That was anything off the deck the whole way. So And it's not a strong three-year-old race. So um, ace command, lead throughout. All right. Um, I've been throwing out a few Brett Pope Maddies lately, but mm. um, I was a couple of days short because he hit form at uh, York last Monday. I always, <laughs> say, I, I always <laughs> say that Pope and Police at yeah. York is just a really hard combination to spot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Say it nearly every day of the week. Yes. Um, okay. So no Brett Pope action for me this Saturday. Uh, I threw out Classic Rogue in the preview. I think he's currently he's got up to 31s um, in some agencies. So I think he presents a bit of value from uh, a low draw for the informer Granny Wolf combination. Do you feel like when we started this, we've been doing this for nearly three years now. Do you feel like we thought it was like there was just it was far easier to find a man? He prices held. There was more. I don't know if if you do like something, it's there is just so many. And obviously, I found that. It's been a different game 10 years ago. There's just so many more people doing it that prices, A, obviously prices don't hold, but um, yeah, those little bits and pieces you might find, like they're just not there, mm. you know? So it's sad, really. I don't know, it's still $101 pops at York. Around, yeah. So. <laughs> what did they jump on Betfair? Less. It was like, I think it was like 70 or something, 60. Oh, it was, it was still jumped a big price. It, it came right in, which yeah. is always going to like, happen with five dollars yeah, which is gonna course. trigger the market but then the last minute it went from like 40s out to 70s i'm pretty yeah, sure right. that's oh. a very good punning okay the all Thanks, important, all important layers uh hola maria i was gonna actually sing the whole thing lay out of it didn't great start the cricket oh heads out uh hola maria i'm 26 dollars, so we'll lay it to place we'll lay it top eight hola maria not to run top eight what price? Dollar ten? Twenty? <laughs> that's my that's my lay. Tommy? Um, yeah, would be Holla Maria. The other one, and this is like I don't even, I think in race three, Major Max and Mia Gusto are well under the odds of both of them. Maybe like I maybe touch leaning towards Mia Gusto as my lay of the day at the place. Um so I'll go with that. 
Just on that, Tommy, you you sort of with me and with Rock My Way, you were considering a bet on. Yeah. What price did you Rock My Way, sorry? I was five, I think. Oh, okay. You were five. So, it's, it's, the question's probably not as pertinent to you, but just looking at the market, it's only 124%, so it's not 135. It's a pretty tight market. We, you think a couple will drift. You think a couple of heavy unders. So, you sort of almost have to – and VAR starts now into $6 while we've been recording. Yeah. So, you almost have to think, well, if they're going to drift, like – how is mine going to drift as well? Like mm. if someone like, yeah, do you, it, do you take the five bucks? I don't know. It was weird because when I did the market, it was like on $5, but it's not one that's like everyone's going to be getting on because of last start. Where yeah. I don't know why people would find last start because I found it. Um, but I was just like major max. I had so many question marks over. The only reason I've given major max a little bit in its favor is that everything that settles around it more than likely is no good. Like, yeah fold so it gives that a little maybe a little life leeway um yeah uh so in that aspect i was a little bit cautious but me gusto is going to be back and if it does have to pick its way through i think a few of them get the gaps and i'd rather be rough my way on the outside of it so the big query i guess that what i'm trying to say with where i'm going beach do you think this is the case of mac max starting two dollars thirty five? yeah well i was 320 and i I didn't take the early and now i I know i should have i think it's gonna the 370 and i said this is stupid it's not going to be anywhere near it's going to be considerably shorter so yeah mm-hmm. yeah i often find when i do that and write things like that they just win every single time <laughs> like i'm just almost trying to be a smart ass you know so all right well my maddie is holatoria no sorry i wrote that down wrong hola maria is my <laughs> is, my, is my lay for uh is my lay rather for I was say, where's the uh, 20 bucks for um that is my lay of the day hola maria in the last so um that brings this marathon edition Jeez. to an end thanks thank god um well done to riley dot yeah, dot, dot, it seems like such a long time ago. Yeah, it does seem like such a long time ago. Tremendous <laughs> effort knocking off Mitch Payton, who wants to see the footage. So we'll wait to post the official dividends once we've um, once Jen, our wonderful producer, who's had a tough old day um, today. Jeez, she'll sit through this. Must pay a double. <laughs> it's like a public holiday payment today for doing this. Tommy, thanks for coming on, mate. Thoroughly yeah, appreciate your work. Uh, TM Johnston. On Twitter, is that it? TM Johnston? Yeah, it is. Yep. TM Johnston. Uh, worth signing 20. up and TM, following. TMJ Bloodstock. It's got yearlings for sale. Really? Yeah, yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. Bloodstock. Have you sold the lot? Yeah, they've got like 5% left of both or something like that. Okay. So, so if someone does want to get involved, they can flick your message. Yeah. And, yep. Twitter. got to be soon. I probably need to know before the weekend. But okay. And that's with Laney? With Laney, yeah, yeah. Both of them. Santos, Philly, and a plane got Colt. Lane so. train. Very good. Got to get on the lane train. Yeah. Um, that's about all I have. We'll be out at the track. Come say hello. Have a beer. Go the mighty Alatorian. Back it on the drift. Oh, yeah. Back good, it on good the luck. drift. Good luck, guys. Discuss some tactics and, um, yeah, good luck on a big weekend of Ascot racing. 19 races. But, PJ, until next week. Bye. Bye.